welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 259. I'm your host, Chris Britt. So let's go. Dialage for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of your latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. And don't forget, you can still use code DIAL5 at checkout for 5% off of your order. Uh, joining me in the studio again this week is my sexy ranch hand co-host, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. Let's get rowdy indeed. Joining us again, and we're uh, really, really happy to have him back, is superfan Christian Bogan. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, guys. I'm glad to be here. Uh, we normally start us off with what made us happy this week. So, Calder, I assume something made you happy this week. What was it? <laughs> you're like, you, this guy's always assuming things. No, Maybe you're just always a happy my, no. person. <laughs> yeah, I am. No, I am. <laughs> Um, I finally got, it's actually a few things, I got a pre-order uh, Marvel Select Captain America Infinity War figure. Um, it's definitely not as good as the Hot Toy one, it looks pretty rough, but it's a smaller, more poseable figure, I'm glad I got that in. Um, I got my Endgame Captain America suit in from Easy Cosplay, that set me back a pretty penny, and it fits really well, it's a great uh, feeling suit. Speaking of that, I'm almost done with a lot of uh, props and stuff I need for my Endgame cosplay, so I can go to Denver this weekend, so I'm really excited about that, I just love it. When a plan comes together. So it's been getting a lot of stuff in the mail this week. So I appreciate that. Right on. How about you, Christian? What made you happy this week? Well, first I got to ask, is a spoiler alert if they haven't seen Endgame. Is it Cap wielding Mjolnir? Like your cosplay There we go. Or? We just destroy it. <laughs> well, no, you got a spoiler alert. Yeah, so I am making a broken shield and I'm making Mjolnir. Because I, I <sighs> love the shield being broken. So I had to do them both. Um, yeah, yeah. So- yeah. Didn't the Russo brothers like two weeks ago say, okay, it's official, we give everyone permission to spoil Endgame now? They did, but some people like, it takes them months to see a movie. Like, yeah. they actually genuinely care about it. Like, I know one person didn't see Infinity War because it was like on DVD because they were out of the country or some some lame excuse to not see uh, it. So. Yeah, well, just cap with me on here, man. I, I, I needed needed oh, to yeah, see that sure. no i totally agree that movie was such uh, a fan fan service I, movie. oh dude there's uh, a lot was. of fan service but like that was the most fan service thing ever and i was like yes oh. <sighs> do you guys yeah, want to talk about I, infinity war like I, once we get through the episode dude, like let's talk about endgame yeah, yeah let's yeah oh, yeah endgame but at, at the, we'll do that at the end because we got quite a bit yeah, of yeah, yeah. stuff to yeah, do, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do that how about after the uh theme song at the end of this episode we will just go full-blown into in-game everything if Let's do you it. guys want to uh, stick yeah oh yeah so rushed, you listeners you have no idea, have no idea. <laughs> we're just gonna be too excited yeah. to fanboy we gotta get through so we can talk about in-game okay uh what what did make uh, you happy this week though christian uh well we got to take a family date day to go see aladdin that was actually was that, that movie oh it was phenomenal really like, the the best best way to explain because my my worst fear was Will Smith as the genie basically putting too much uh, hip hop into like the original Aladdin songs you know the genie sang but he did such a wonderful job of doing due service to how Robin Williams portrayed him yeah. but it was more of Will Smith playing the genie instead of Will Smith playing Robin Williams playing the genie if that makes sense okay nice <laughs> but. Okay. 
It, and, and I mean, the movie was great the whole way through. If you like the first one, you're gonna love this this the remake. So, yeah, right, it was good. Cool. It was a good well, time. Glad you had fun with your family. Uh, what made oh, yeah. me happy this week was a couple of things. Uh, one, what came back in stock on Cool Stuff Inc. was Odin, the Chase oh, yeah, Odin. Baby. So I put in an order for that. So now I have three of the one million Avengers BC uh, chases. However. As most people probably know out there by this point, uh, they didn't make Phoenix in the Black Panther set, so I'm extremely angry about that. But we're just going to keep on <laughs> chugging along through my ground. I'm just grinding my teeth over here. You, uh, you know, I don't want to hear you pissing and moaning this whole episode because you didn't get I'm, your Phoenix. I'm going to get it out of the way now. <laughs> I also didn't get a sunspot, and I don't understand. I'm just so mad. But overall, the set's actually pretty fantastic, so we'll, uh, we're going to jump into that here in a second. The oh, yeah, agreed. Um, second thing that made me happy was actually this year they came out with an – DC does animated movies super well. I'm pretty sure everyone agrees about that. Well, they came out with one called Justice League versus the Fatal Five, and I'm pretty sure it's set in the exact same universe as the original animated Justice League 90s cartoon and Justice League oh. Unlimited. So it's still got all of the same actors, actresses, voices. So Kevin Conroy is still Batman and Superman still Superman. It's, it's all these voices that you recognize from the original, and it's drawn in the same art style as the old stuff. So I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's you know, awesome. If nothing, it's going to be my headcanon. Uh, because I just want it to be, uh, because it's awesome. So that came out this year. I highly recommend going to see that. That's really fun. And then the last thing was um, we got reached out to by uh, one of our listeners, our man in Australia, Ben Jones. And Ben Jones is like, hey, I'm taking a trip with my buddy over to Japan. Is there any way we could get into contact with Malcolm Rush, our man in Japan. I was like, heck yeah, we can do that. So we got them in contact, and I guess they're meeting up, and they're all going to play uh, a game of Heroclix in, like, July and stuff. So I'm like, Dial H, bringing the community together. The, the world together, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so legit, like, that made me happy. It gave me a little warm, fuzzy feeling on the inside. So that is what... I, I... Go, oh, ahead. go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, going back to your Justice League movie... Um, I had somebody ask me who my Batman, my favorite Batman was, and they're like, we like Michael Keaton. I'm like, ah, Kevin Conroy. It's Kevin Conroy. He's my Batman. He's yeah, like, exactly. Batman. I'm glad we all agree. And he looked at me like, who's Kevin Conroy? I'm like, are you kidding me right now? He's you been, don't know who Kevin Conroy is? He's been Batman longer than like anyone's been Batman. <laughs> exactly. So that that was just a little tidbit. Um, Based off of what oh, you talked about. I misspoke. I forgot about Adam West. R.I.P. Adam West. He's he's probably the longest yeah. running. Oh, Batman. right. And, well, of course, George Clooney, one of the best Batman performances. Yeah, well, he was bat only nipples. Batman. <laughs> he was only Batman for, like, a movie, two movies or something like that. But it was that. probably one of the greatest movies of all time. And with one of the greatest suits of all time. Kevin Conroy <laughs> has, been, has voiced Batman a million times. So <laughs> I'm just going to get – you know what? I agree with you. Christian, it is definitely Kevin Conroy's my favorite Batman. It's okay if you're wrong. <laughs> All right, well, you know what? We're going to debate, and maybe we'll uh, see a little bit about who's right and who's wrong when we jump into the news section, because we're going to go through our typical uh, what you need to know about Sealed for your pre-release and your release of Black Panther and the Illuminati, starting now.
right, as always, we did pick one figure from each of the rarity slots. We left out the primes. We left out the chases just because it is unlikely that you will pull it or play against it. it it's going to happen to some people out there, of course, but this is going to affect the most amount of people, so it's basically just generalities. Um, we're going to yeah. start in the common section, and Calder, do you want to start us off? Who did you want to talk about? Absolutely. We are going to talk about the Patriotic Aim Red Squad. For only 20 points, you got four range, no special combat symbols, three clicks of life. Aim, Avengers, Hydra, and Soldier. Uh, Soldier and Avengers probably going to be the best keywords to use this guy with in this set. There's a lot of Avengers, so that's really going to help. He has one trait, Security and Tactics Division. At the beginning of the game, for all characters with this trait, choose Empower or Enhancement, and they can use the chosen power of this game. They are part of a named theme team. You can choose both. So if he's on Avengers theme team, he has both Empower and Enhancement. I love little figures like this. I like 20-point Enhancement. That's why I really like the soldier, the little Hydra soldier from the Nick Fury Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. set. This one, instead of having willpower, it has toughness. It's got sidesteps, so it can position easier. I just like these little pieces like this. Boom, Empower, Enhancement, Extra Damage. It's always great. So I just like a clean, simple. His dial, sure, he goes in a flurry or whatever. He's got two damage. He can maybe finish someone off with that 10 attack, two damage top dial, but... Probably not. He's just a quick, simple little support piece, and if I see him in my boost, I'm be like, all right, nice. So, clean yeah, that, and simple like that. That sidestep top dial is going to make sure you're not, you know, wasting Wasting actions. actions moving, yeah. Um, and then, out of the 74 figures that are in the set, I believe it's 30 of them have the Avengers keyword, so it's actually fairly likely that you will be able to pull an Avengers nice. Steam team, so this might actually come in handy. Um, what about you, Christian? What do you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, my pick for the common section was number 17, Voyager. Uh, she comes in at 50 points, zero range, uh, just the one bolt, but she comes at, she has the Avengers, Elders of the Universe, and Cosmic Keywords. Uh, she's got a few traits. Uh, the first trait is I sense a greater challenge at the beginning of the game. If an opponent's force includes an additional game element, Heal Voyager one click past her starting line to click number zero. Now, in Sealed, that's not really going to come to an effect, but if it does, you do get top dial outwit. If not, she still has pretty much the same power set, except instead of outwit, you get perplex. But what makes her fun uh, is her next trait, which is Avengers Assemble. She has Passenger 1 or Passenger 3, but only to character carry characters that share a keyword with her, and she may carry characters with Flight or Giant, which I don't think there's ever been... Uh, a standard character can carry a giant before. Um, Could manifold? She, no, there sure. might have been some that say, like, ignore damage and speed symbols, but specifically a giant. I don't know. Good question. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so if you're on click zero or click one, she has a special attack power, which is pretty cool. It's called Straining My Powers of Teleportation. Telekinesis, but only to place characters. When Voyager uses it, neither she nor the target character square need line of fire to the destination square, which that is just insane. Yeah, that's, um, that's so good. Dumb! Oh my gosh! Yeah, but uh, just so you get an idea, 12 top dial speed, 9 attack, 17 with energy shield, 1, per, uh, one damage with perplex. Uh, no willpower, though, but that's not a big deal because you really only need her for that opening salvo. Mm-hmm. I like her, and that, with that all the top dial perplex is really good too. There's not it a is. lot in the set. I would say I prefer perplex over outwit any day of the week, so I kind of like her on click one more than zero. Um, there's yeah. a million Avengers and cosmic figures in this set, so you should be able to carry three people. So that's awesome. Okay, 
I love a good taxi. Oh, yeah. On to the next Avengers keyworded figure uh, is the absolute one of the highest point characters in the set. Uh, definitely in the commons slot, because if you look at a lot of the commons, they're like, this has got to be, hands down, the lowest on average point total for commons in the history of this game. Because you're looking at, like, 45 points uh, and 15 and, and 35 for all these individual characters. Yeah, well, the Hulk's 125 points, so <laughs> this this is ridiculous. But um, he has improved movement, ignores and blocking terrain, destroys it as he moves through it. He has one trait, weakened by rage. Uh, when Hulk takes damage from an attack after resolutions, give him a rage token, modify Hulk's combat values by negative X. So it, it sounded like a trait that they'd used before in like the Thor set for the different Hulks that were there, only this is clearly, if you like look at his powers, this is Science Hulk. This is Professor Hulk, I mean. So he gets weaker it's weird, but uh, so X, where X is the number of rage tokens. At the end of your turn, remove all rage tokens and heal the Hulk that many clicks. So you've got some built-in healing, but let's just try not to take damage with him because top dial, he is one of the ha hardest hitting characters in the entire set. Um, 11 speed with charge, 12 attack with super strength, as you would suspect him to have. He does have indom. He has 18 defense with impervious and five printed damage with outwit. So five damage is really going to be seven damage top dial with your outwit might actually smoke a character right in the face uh, and just immediately take a character out. This could be an amazing thing, especially if you pull like a Voyager and you can like telekinesis him up and then charge and pick up a heavy as you're running and smoke somebody like that will be amazing. Uh, his, his power, I mean, he's not your typical Hulk because he's your Professor Hulk. He actually, his stats go down as he takes damage on like a regular Hulk dial. So, uh, just keep him top dial, but he's a beat stick, just like you would think the Hulk would be. Um, and I kind of like him, so I wanted to talk about him. Do you guys have anything you want to say about Hulk? I like him a lot. He's not quite, like, a cable pull in the common section, but he's still probably the beefiest common we have. So, yep. it's good and solid to see that. Like, I'm saying, there's more OP, like, commons, whatever, there have been other sets. But for this set, he's really good. Yeah, I, I agree. My, you know, he's got, already got an 11 speed for his charge. So you're looking at six squares, and then you add another six squares for a TK, and I mean 12 square reach, and you destroy blocking terrain. So oh, yeah, uh, yeah. To to quote the meme of Smart Hulk, I see this as an absolute win. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So that's really good, and just the chance of you pulling that Hulk and a Voyager. Are, are really good and could definitely be a great alpha strike um, just for from the common slots alone. So that's pretty cool. Uh, let's move on to uncommons. Christian, you want to start us off this go? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at number 30, Medusa. Um, I have to find her now. I lost her. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, here we are. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she comes in at 50 points, uh, two range, a single bolt, uh, with the Avengers, Illuminati, and Humans, and Ruler keywords. She she has top dial, she has sidestep, 8 speed, 11 attack, precision strike, 17 with uh, energy shield, and 3 damage with um, leadership. So that leadership is really going to be nice. But what makes her really fun is she has a, uh, a special trait called Living Locks. It's free, generate a living hair bystander. I think this is kind of what makes her really cool, because if you look at the bystander, it's autonomous, which is fantastic but it has two traits first trait is it's still attached to me 
after resolutions of any action if living hair is not adjacent to the character that generated it, KO it. And then, but the second trait is what makes it really fun. An extension of myself. Living hair has the printed combat values and the standard powers displayed on the dial, the character that generated it, protected pulse wave. So essentially you can just kind of keep, you know, pumping these things out for free, keep Medusa in the back. And it doesn't matter how much damage you do to it. They're just going to consistently have the same combat values as Medusa. So 11 attack, three damage. Uh, with all the same powers that she has. And once once you hit her once, she drops down plasticity, uh, blades with uh, super senses, and uh, and after that she really kind of loses her value quickly. I don't know. That second click, though, is nasty to, like, push her onto intentionally. Oh, yeah. Like, locking people down with her hair with the plasticity and then blading them is dumb. Yeah. I, I, love, the, I love this Medusa so much for a lot of reasons. Personally, I think she's going to be dumb in Popper. I don't know how, like, meta-competitive she'll be, but you can carry up three of them, give her a free action, pop out all these bystanders, and each bystander can take a shot with Precision Strike. It's dumb. Mm. I mean, they weren't carried. They can just do whatever. So I freaking love this. I love this a lot. Like, so if you pull that Voyager we were just talking about, maybe, you know, Medusa's an uncommon. You might pull two. I don't know. But you can carry her all the way up, and then, boom, shoot someone. I assume it also has a range, too, right? So, pow. Yeah. So that's a pretty good reach. I like that a lot. She can also herself move up 10 squares, pop one out in the 11th square, and then it can shoot to the 13th square. So that's, like, 15 square reach or something from the starting zone. So that's really good. I like this Medusa a lot. And, you know, leadership is always awesome in a SEAL team. It really is. Good stuff. All right, uh, Calder, you want to talk about your uncommon? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to talk about Itri. Uh, he's all right. He's about 35 points. He is unique. Now, for this set specifically, um, in Sealed, he might not be great since his whole thing is that at the beginning of the game, you choose three equipment objects that are under 10 points. Your opponent chooses one, and then you can't use that one, and then you choose another one, and then that one you start the game with in your starting area which is, like, really great. So not in this set, since probably your opponent, you know, you're not going to be having a bunch of these. You'd rather probably play with them equipped to your characters that you pull them with, and the odds of you pulling in equipment aren't that great anyways. So we're going to kind of ignore that trait, but I really like that ability for the normal game. What he does have, though, is some sidestep, toughness, and perplex top dial. I really, really dig this. Just perplex. Cheap perplex is always awesome. He has armor as well, and it kind of has a special damage power on his last two clicks that go off of armor. So you give him a free action, roll a d6. On a 4 through 6, you can heal someone with the armor, vehicle, or robot keyword. So that's really dope. So if you pull, like, an Iron Man, I don't know if there are any robots in this set, but if you pull, like, an Iron Man, you can definitely use him for that, which is really great. Uh, the Chase Iron Man is really terrible, so if you want to heal him up, that'd be really cool, too. So mm-hmm. there's stuff like that. I, I just really want to talk about Itri. There weren't a lot of other uncommons that I really wanted to cover. He's just a nice little perplex piece, and I think he can also just, you know, help out in little spots. He is Asgardian as well. I don't see you making a theme team with Asgardians, but that's something to look at. Well, number one, Iron Man, uh, is the common in this set. So you are pretty likely to pull an Iron Man. Oh, right, yeah. There's an Iron Man actually in work. almost every... Or there's an Iron Person in almost every rarity, right? Chase, super rare, rare, common, uncommon. There's an Iron Man. Slash, there's a rescue. Not, yeah, there's a rescue. And rescue. Does um, uh, Enigma, does she also have... Armor? Oh, she probably has armor. Not, so there's a good amount of armor, I'd say, I guess. I'll check it in a second, but I think she okay. might actually have it. Okay, so I, I'm going to move on to the... Oh, well, go ahead. Yeah, just real quick on Itri. I, it's not so much sealed as constructed, but you read the last line of his, his trait, 
where you get to place the equipment in your starting area. Oh yeah, right. That's insane. <laughs> so that you don't have to worry about TKing out or yep. TKing no the back. TK, just, no sidestep, no whatever. He just boom, you start with it. Yeah, you know, so it's now, awesome. now yeah, now Vulture starts with the uh, octopus arms right underneath him. Right. <sighs> That's if your gross. opponent makes that mistake and doesn't say no to the octopus arms, and oh boy, they they're gonna <laughs> well, they deserve it. it at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. so yeah, probably we'll see some play in constructed for sure. But he's not bad in sealed. So oh no! Just look and make sure you check and see who has the armor keyword before you start playing. Uh, the uncommon that I chose is just a huge favorite character of mine. And that's Proxima Midnight. I've always loved her and the rest of the Black Order, so I did want to talk about her. Um, coming in at 100 points with six range, uh, one bolt, unfortunately. Um, the old one had three bolts with the tracer tokens, but uh, this one only has one, and she has less range. But it's it's not too bad. Uh, what I really, really find interesting is that they brought back the Cull Obsidian trait, <laughs> which I love so much. Okay, so what that says is when the, the Colobsidian trait is the exact same one for each of the Black Orders, so when, insert name here, is KO'd by an opposing character's attack after resolutions, deal damage to that character equal to the last amount of damage dealt to Proxima Midnight. This damage <laughs> can't be reduced below one. So say, hypothetically, you are on her last click, which, by the way, for 100 points, you get seven clicks of life. And someone is dumb enough to smoke her for, like, four damage on her last click. She, the, she's going to reverb four damage back onto them. And they do, get a, they, uh, they do get a roll for, like, Impervious if they have it. But they don't get a roll for other stuff or, like, Mastermind out of it or anything like that. Which It's just a stupid trait. Like, the way it works is just so fantastic. So... If you are going to be playing, and there's a couple of the Call of Obsidian characters in this set, if you are playing and your opponent pulls one of these and you go to kill it, make sure you know that Proxima Midnight has seven clicks of life and plan accordingly. This might be the type of thing where you might want to like actually perplex down your own damage just to kill Proxima Midnight to take one less damage. Uh, plan ahead, because Call of Obsidian is nasty. Uh, spin, uh, she has speed power is going to be running shot with 10 speed, 11 attack with a special attack power, which is called the Spear of Proxima Midnight, gives her Pinsai when she uses it, and this is awesome, a hit character gains a mobile until your next turn, which is also dumb. <laughs> so, so that's, that's insane. Cool. 17 defense with invul and printed four damage, which is naked. Um, she also does not have indom, like the old one did not have indom, and that was like one of my number one. Like, ah, oh, yeah, if they could just, ah, oh, that would have made it perfect figure, just a perfect figure. But unfortunately, it does not. When she does take damage, she goes into full blown, like up in your face, close combat, annihilate you mode with 17 defense, combat reflexes, exploit weakness, and stuff like that. So just remember, she goes from range base to close combat real quick and just playing for that seven clicks of life whether you are using her or playing against her you might want to know that so you guys got anything uh, I've, I've played against the old one and i remember how stupid those tracer mark darts are were or whatever yeah oh god so um good. yeah it really i was. don't i don't think i'm gonna like in constructed play i'm not gonna replace the old one with this new one because i like the old no. one better right but it's fun and I bet you somebody's going to get tripped up on, you know, like, oh, God, I have to take down this Proxima Midnight. 
And then you hit him for like four damage. You're like, oh, I forgot about Cold City. No! Yep. There you go. Just lost the game. I really hate it. I wish it was actually universal, honestly, because now we got a black dwarf and a super giant that don't have it, which really sucks, but. Oh, I'm sorry. I I can live with it. One really important part about this character she has improved targeting, Uh, she can make ranged attacks based. Oh, nice. So, there, you might, I mean, if you're worried about taking damage. Uh, I mean, she does go from running shot to charge anyway, but if you are worried, I mean, you could running shot right up, base them, shoot them, uh, but it just seems like what you're going to waste the immobile thing, you know? I feel like if I were going to use that, I'd use it to lock down the opponent piece so that they can't charge in or move or towards me or anything like that. Right, yeah, guys. that sucks. <laughs> um, let's move on to the rares slot, Calder. The rares, the only way to use steak, <laughs> if you're a man, that is. <laughs> there you go. Uh, boom, roasted. Uh, we're going to be talking about 042, Blackgar Bolts again. He's no team ability. He's 145 points. If you play him at 95, you're an idiot. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you, but you are. Uh, so 145 or nothing. Uh, really, 150 or nothing. Uh, his keywords are Illuminati, Inhumans, and Ruler. He has Flight and Indom. He has Improved Art and Ignores Hindering Terrain, and he can shoot while based. He begins the game. Uh, with the plus five trait, with the reality gem. He comes with the reality gem. If you do not play him with the reality gem for some reason, you just, you must have dropped it and lost it. That's the only reason not to play this dude with the reality gem. His top dials, first three clicks, he's running shot, a special attack power, impervious, and then leadership. All right. He's got three damage, 12 attack, 11 speed, 18 defense, top dial. His special, whatever attack power. Penetrate is like a blast when Black Bolt uses it with. The reality gem equipped, you may instead target any number of opposing characters within range and line of fire. If you do, instead of normal damage, each hit target is dealt his printed damage. All right. just dumb. So you run this guy up. 12 attack. Maybe you're boosting it up with that other 150 points you have. And he can shoot every single opposing character he can see. Now, thank goodness, he can only see through hindering. He doesn't have the best keywords in this set. If you can somehow make a theme team with him and you can win and you can always get a map that just has hindering or whatever, and you can just destroy... I mean, you can... This feels like a black bolt because he's just going, like, he's running up, he's going, he's like, hell yeah, and he's boo, just whispering, mm. killing people. It's dumb. The, the oh. original ASMR character. Yeah, really. Was. He really is. That's really what black bolt is. So... That's his top dial. He has that for three clicks. Now, what does he roll on to for the rest of his dial? He gains some perplex. He gains some invulnerability. Then he has pulse wave for the rest of his dial. He has a special speed power, which is based on him having, uh, I believe it is the space gem. When he uses it, so he has sidestep. When he uses it with the space gem, after resolutions, you may move all characters in range one square. That's not that good. Do not give him the space gem. No, what? Nobody cares. It's all it's reality or nothing. So he basically has sidestep, <laughs> pulse wave, and perplex. And then later in the on his last two clicks, he just all of a sudden, he just wants to murder people. Now he gets a little, you know, little black guards going crazy. He gets a, this is the very last click, 11 speed running shot, 12 attack pulse wave, 16 defense toughness, 5 damage. The click before that, he has one less attack, one less damage. This black bolt is just, oh, he's going to massacre you through and through. Like, unless they get the drop on this guy and they try to take him out right away, he's instantly a target for me and sealed. And especially in Battle Royales, good lord. Oh, this guy's going to wreck face. But 
he's going to be a huge target. So definitely put in um, resources into protecting him and figuring stuff like that out so you can get that alpha off with the three pen blast everybody. I think this guy is nuts in sealed. He's nuts in a normal game. So if you pull him, I, I would say this is a pull and play him piece. This black bolt is dumb. Oh, don't oh, yeah. forget what the reality gym does. Oh, as way. well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just talk about it. This character gains an extra bolt. Okay, that's cool. I mean, it doesn't really come into play with that special attack power, but later on in the dial, it might. Um, and also gives him perplex and telekinesis. And when this character hits, if the attack roll is 10 or higher, after resolutions, they may generate a standard heavy object. And then use telekinesis at no cost, guys. Don't forget about the extra <laughs> attack and perplex that you get from the, the gem. That's That might come in handy. <laughs> It probably will. It probably will. I totally forgot oh, about the gem. God. And it's going to be a 13 attack, because why wouldn't you perplex up attack value? Oh, it's nuts. Yeah, hit everybody for three, and then you're going to smoke another guy for three. Yeah, buddy. Oh, gosh, oh, that's so like, dumb. I feel like Calder should have gone last with how awesome Black Bolt probably is. Probably should have. For the rare slot? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring... I'm just going to kill everybody's vibe right now let's go do it let's talk about one i chose for the rare slot and that's going to be rescue she does have the armor keyword by the way yeah buddy 70 points five range two bolts she does have the avengers keyword as well and the avengers team ability um she does have indom and flight i chose this for a reason because i think it's funny uh but she has a special speed power and a special defense power on top dial and she is one of the, like, five or six characters in the set with top dial outwit. That might come in handy. Uh, she has running shot with a special speed power. It's called, I'm finding some new uses for it. Running shot. When rescue uses it, after resolutions, you may knock back each hit character three squares. Okay, that's already not bad. That could be really useful, especially because she only has five range, but you could, like, finagle it. So if you do hit, because she has 12 printed attack. So she's probably going to hit, so just, you you don't want your opponent next to you, cool, finagle it, so, I mean, you might get extra damage off of a, them hitting a wall, or something like that, so there's some placement, or whatever, but there's a slash slash in her special speed power, and it says, once per game, when rescue hits one or more opposing characters, you may roll a d6, if you do, after resolutions, deal each hit character damage equal to the result I know this is a luck-based thing for sure, but I mean, can you imagine the 70-point figure running up, you dual attack, you know, with your two bolts, you hit both of them because you have 12 attack, you're like, well, hell yeah, I'm going to use the once-per-game thing, you roll and you get a six, can you imagine how devastating that's going to be? Now, it's going to be terrible if you roll a one, but... It's going to suck. But, really not that bad, really not that bad, because two things are going to occur. One... You're still going to trigger if, if they can be affected by knockback. You're still going to affect them with knockback. And two, she actually has incapacitate. So it just says when they're hit. It doesn't say that you have to do like any damage to them or anything like that. So you're going to run up. You're going to incapacitate them. You're going to get the incapacitate off. You're going to get that action token on them. Maybe knock them back and roll. Okay, so even if you do roll one. But there's actually quite a few characters in this set that don't have reducers. Like I'm looking at like many of the Wakandans. There's a lot of characters in the set with super senses instead of any kind of reducer. So, I mean, it's a thing that could definitely happen. Past that, yep. um, the special damage power is defend invulnerability 
Energy shield deflection, so that makes her defense 20 versus range. And then if this comes up, adjacent friendly characters named Enigma can use energy shield deflection. That's probably not going to come up. But, I mean, like, seriously, defend invulnerability, energy shield deflection. Three powers on one click? That's pretty freaking good, and she still has indom, so you can lock people down with your incapacitate 12 range, or 12 attack. It's, I feel like she's a decent character and maybe, possibly, one of the sleeper characters for this set. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, I agree. The Going back to her running shot, I mean, you were just talking about it earlier with all these lower point characters being in the set. I mean, most of the time, they're only you're only going to need to do three, maybe four damage to really hinder them. So you, I just your roles <laughs> don't don't I know it says once per game, but really that could change the entire game that one attack and that's only seventy out of your three hundred points. So I mean it's not like you she's a good tertiary attacker is what I'm saying. So, oh yeah yeah I can dig it man I can dig it a lot I like her. So, okay cool well that's rescue let's uh, move on to the last one what do you got? Uh, yeah, so it's the 41A Falcon. It, I mean, we all already know the Prime Falcon is awesome. But I felt like this guy was pretty pretty awesome, too. Comes in at 60 points. Champion's animal keyword. The animal keyword. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just, I love it. Um, so he's got uh, a trait that says, Ha, he stole your thing and your bird. At the beginning of a game, generate a Red Wing bystander. So we can we can look at the Red Wing bystander because it kind of goes back and forth. Um to to falcon uh red wing is tiny size obviously uh flight symbol nine hypersonic speed nine precision strike 16 super senses one damage uh i'm a big fan of hypersonic and precision strike together uh really uh, with all the the super senses going on uh, uh, and even reducers you're always guaranteed to hit for at least one uh falcon has a couple of uh, special powers uh, first one that shows up is his damage power. It says free. Choose a friendly character named Captain America, Falcon, or Red Wing, and a standard power that character can use. Falcon can use the chosen power until your next turn. So then Falcon, in turn, gets to use whatever Red Wing uses, or why well, wouldn't you play Captain America with Falcon? Uh, so whatever Captain America has. Um, he starts off with 10 hypersonic speed, 11 attack, 17 energy shield, and 3 damage. Uh, no uh, no indomitable, but not a real big deal with him. Uh, his last click, which is, is has a special defense, is a stop click. And when this click is first revealed, he gains immune until your next turn. So you have to at least, I mean, even if you hit there, you have to wait at least another turn before you can actually KO him. Uh, and that, that special defense power goes on to say regeneration is free, but only once per game. So you still get the – you only get the regen once, but you still get that stop click, and every time he gets knocked down to it, he gets immune. So you, it's going to be really hard to KO him, uh, not to mention that he has flight, so he can be a, a good taxi too if you need him to be. It's good that he has three printed damage with Battle Fury on that last click because of the flurry, so that's mm. not bad at all. Yeah. Calder? What I really like is that if you're smart or whatever – because I want to assume everybody is. Or whatever. <laughs> You're going to be choosing mostly defensive stuff, I'd assume. You want to have super senses for most of the time. Or you can also choose whatever, precision strike. I love precision strike. It's my, one of my favorite powers. Is, 
even when he loses his own hypersonic, I just like that he can choose Red Wing's powers, really. He can yeah. go ahead and he can choose Red Wing's hypersonic if Red Wing isn't dead yet. Like, that's awesome. I really do like this figure a lot. If you have Captain America on the team, I think the only one here... Uh, one has Invincible, so if you pull a chase, woo, awesome. Uh, the <laughs> other has Invulnerability, which is also a great damage reducer, so... This Falcon can really be super annoying. I think he's a great tie-up for your opponent, especially since he also comes to Red Wing. Um, yeah, I like him a lot. And you might be bummed to pull a really low-costed rare, but it's going to take some time to get rid of this Falcon, just because he at least has free regen. Like, that's it's dumb. He's going to be great tie-up. I, I like him a lot. Okay. All right. Well, we will move on to the final slot. That's going to be super rare. And let's go ahead and start off with Christian. All right. My pick for super rare was Ebony Maw. Number 67, uh, this guy, 8 range, 3 bolts, 100 points, Black Order, Cabal, Minions of Thanos, Cosmic Keywords. <laughs> so he has a Colas Obsidian trait, just like Proxima Midnight had. Um, so just trying to deal with these these Cole Obsidian guys is not going to be fun for, for you if you're, you know, you're playing against them. Uh, he also has another trait. It says, Rejoice and Surrender Your Lives to Thanos. Mind control, poison. So eight range, three bolt, mind control. That's never been good. Uh, when Ebenoir uses poison, all characters that he has hit with mind control this turn are considered to be adjacent to him. So I'm going to hit you with mind control, make you attack your own guys, and then I'm just going to poison you. That, that <laughs> I just, I, I love that combo. Um, he has two special, uh, powers, uh, for attack and then one for damage. Uh, the special attack is perfect telekinesis. Telekinesis, when Maul uses it to make an object to attack, modify his attack plus two, increase the damage dealt by plus one. That's not good. No. And, and <laughs> top, so you get an idea. Top dial, eight speed with stealth, but then 11 attack with the special attack power, 17 with um, uh, super senses, and then one damage. But when you know you're swinging with your... Uh, telekinesising objects. I mean, you're not really worried about your damage at that point. So you're looking at four damage for a heavy and three for a light. Uh, then his special damage power says your powers are incon inconsequential compared to mine. Outwit perplex when Ebony Maw uses either to target an opposing character once per turn after resolutions, you and that opponent each roll a D6. If your result is higher, Ebony Maw may target the same character with the same power an additional time this turn. That I just, like this. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's such a I, control I, piece. I said a minute ago I was not gonna like exchange my Proxima Midnight for the new one, but I'm definitely exchanging my old Ebony Maw for the new one. I just yeah. like this one so much better. The other one did like some cool shenanigans depending on what your opponent uses, but you can't rely on what your your opponent to use, and they, if they just chose not to use Outwit or Perplex or whatever, then you didn't really have anything cool going for you. This one's always cool. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he's got that special attack power for his first three clicks, and then that special damage for his uh, first four. He's six clicks long, uh, then you drop down to, what was that, incapacitate? Yep. And, uh, and then mastermind last two clicks, and then outwit last two clicks. So, I mean, he, he doesn't really have any move and attack, 
but with an eight range, three three bolts. I mean, you carry him up, protect him, and then he's just gonna start wrecking face. Movement attack. It just helps him be balanced. Honestly, if he had running <laughs> shot with the mind control power, it'd be nuts. So, oh yeah, um, definitely be protective of this guy. Thank goodness he has stealth. I mean, they 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 sort of knew what they were doing on this figure when they made him. Like he he all his powers really complement each other. You can choose. Do I want to do rejoice and surrender? Do I want to do perfect telekinesis? I really like him. I think he's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's kind of scary like... to sit across. And he's only <laughs> point. Yeah, not, not his, for sealed, his... obviously. But, no. Uh, can, you, can you imagine giving him a goblin glider? Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> a running shot. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, I like I like his flavor text a lot. And, like, it really kind of brings him to life. You know, you just think about the way he spoke in Infinity War, and it just it, – it, it really fits well with yeah, him. Yeah, for sure. So, okay, legitimately, I'm glad that you brought that up because that brings up what I was when I was thinking of when I was reading uh, the flavor text. And I really, I'm one of those players I really care about the flavor text a lot, so I try to read as many of them as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. We did not get an Infinity War or an Endgame set for this, you know, for the MCU. Are we? I'm pretty sure that this was their version of it, right? It kind of so, was, yeah. Like, yeah. We we didn't get. Um, an MCU version of the Defenders, right? But then they released that Fast Forces that was labeled Marvel Knights or whatever, but it was totally the MCU's version of of them. So they're skirting around doing the actual MCU versions by giving you the comic book versions, but injecting flavor text into uh, the piece itself. So I I don't think we're ever going to get anything from the MCU regarding those two movies. Do you guys? You know, probably not, which is a huge bummer because both movies had really cool, unique versions of so many different characters. But I mean, for some reason, the cosmic balances just didn't work to make those, but I guess it worked to make a terrible Ragnarok set, but it made a, you know, really, <laughs> a really good Captain Marvel set for some reason. So, however, the dice roll at WizKids, I don't know, but um, yeah, we're probably past time. They're just not going to make those movies, which which is a bummer. But we got these pretty good uh, stand-ins, so it's all right. It, it, I have to uh, agree with you, Calder. I mean, it, it, I, the I guess the the side I can see is, I mean, the Russo brothers were hardcore about no spoilers, even though like if you look at, like Legos and Funko Pop when they the toys dude Legos spoil so much for me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Exactly. When I saw Stormbreaker was in a Lego set before Infinity War came out, I got hyped. It's like, is this Beta Ray Bill? But, um, although the side note, I saw an article, uh, I uh, think it might have been Comic Book Report or something, uh, that said that in the next Thor movie or Asgardian, uh, um, Galaxy of the Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy. Asgardians of the Galaxy, um, (laughs) spoiler alert, uh, said Beta Ray Bill is gonna be in that film. So, either way, I I I mean, I'm excited. Yeah, so, but getting back to the original thing, um, if they do release a gravity feed, I mean, it it would be past it, and I think that the hype would be over, and I, I just don't see it doing as well. Yeah. Okay, well, speaking of characters that don't have anything to do with anything at all, Calder, you want to jump on your next Yeah, let's uh, do it! 
Uh, Super Rare Rune, number 57, real name unknown, team affiliation none. Oh, what a mystery. Uh, zero range, he's only 85 points, and I really like him. Normally, I don't like vampires. Spoiler alert, he's a vampire, and I really like it. Uh, Cosmic Deity Monster, only generic keywords, because he's such a generic dude. Now, on his wild dial, he starts on click number, blah, 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 whatever. He has six clicks of life, plus three if you can heal him up. So, whatever, he starts on click number one, he'll die after six, and then he has three more clicks he can heal up to. He has two traits, Bear of the Infinity Gauntlet. If for some reason you get an Infinity Gem and you would rather give it to Rune, you can do that. And if you pay five points, you can instead give him an Infinity Gauntlet. If for some reason you pulled an Infinity Gauntlet and you want to give it to Rune, uh, sure, give it to Rune. You know, if you pull that garbage uh, Chase Iron Man, give, give him the Gauntlet. Why not? So, what's his other trait? Cosmic Vampire. He starts the game on click four. Steel Energy. When he uses it, he may heal past the starting line. All the basic vampire stuff. But if he hits an opposing character that's 100 points or more, or has the power cosmic team ability, once per turn he heals an additional click? Okay, so he's already a pretty solid vampire, right? He has charge, 10 speed, 11 attack, blaze, 18 defense, invulnerability, 3 damage, special damage power, which is shape change. Once per attack, he may re-roll shape change result if it's a 2 through 4. So he gets a little bit of extra defense so he can kind of, you know, give him a chance to heal up and stuff. He also has flight and indom, so that's great. But instead, if you hit a power cosmic or a character's 100 points or more, he can go ahead and skip that next click, which is just more charge blades, but instead he gets prob. You can go jump right onto hypersonic, invincible, 4 damage prob. And then if he heals up again, it's a 19 defense, 5 damage. For only 85 points... I love his potential. You know, let's let's kind of clear our minds and say, all right, let's say he doesn't get a pull off his cool potential. Maybe he only heals once. Maybe he takes some damage. He gets Flurry and Blades later. His damage never goes below a three. All right. Now, when he's a little low on the dial and last two clicks, he has a 12 phasing with regeneration. I hate wasting turns to regen, but if you need him to do it, he can go ahead. He can regen up and then he can start the whole trying to heal for two, maybe just healing for one thing all over again. This guy's kind of making me like vampires, and he's only 85 points. My main problem with, like, the Captain Marvel vampire and stuff that was in Battleworld was that she was, like, 130 or something like that. But this guy's only 85. He takes up such, like, a small amount of your build. If you want to, he can also carry somebody else up. If he heals once, you know, hits anyone, he's now a prob piece on your team, and he's even harder to take out on his own with rerolling shape change and having vulnerability. I think he's a really solid addition to any team. He's definitely a super rare that you're not going to be bummed to pull. You're going to be like, oh, hey, this guy's actually really solid. So, And if, you know, the dice land where they may and, you know, cosmic scales, whatever, he can just be nuts. You know, balls to the wall, he can go insane if you get lucky. You know, if you can get him top dial or you just heal him twice, you know, he's dumb. And I love him. The only thing I don't like about this, because he's a fantastic piece, is what were they thinking making this character? First of all, if you don't know anything about Rune, he's not from the regular Marvel Universe. He's from the universe where Conan the Barbarian is from. Oh, what? I didn't know that. That's, <laughs> he's, he's even better now. What? No, they did, we, we, we did so... not get a... We didn't get a Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, like, Why did they make... get a Conan, though? It's like... like... Oh, wait, wait. Is this Wilt Chamberlain's character or Andre the Giant's character? Oh, that's <laughs> a good question. So this is, like, this is like if you were given the pantheon of the McDonald's people, right? And they just left out Ronald McDonald and gave you the Hamburglar. This is what happened here. You got you got Rune, and you didn't get Conan the Barbarian. Why? Who made this decision? What a stupid decision. This is why WizKids won't send us free stuff, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) 
So that's my uh, downstairs down- mixer. That, that's a downstairs <laughs> mixer. Actually, here it is. Oh, I thought you that room so good. You're my downstairs mixer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask to see that, did I? I'm on break. Uh, what? <laughs> what are you saying, Calder? He's so good. Come on. Yeah, why you got a downstairs mix up, my man Rune? I no, understand no, no, about no, no, whatever. No, no. The downstairs mix up is not Rune. He's awesome. He's a really good figure, especially for 85 points. I'm saying, why did we get him out of all of you know who they could have made in this set? The Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better fit. Ugh. All right, whatever. So Rune's really good, but uh, we'll we'll move on. The last figure is going to be one of the other figures that comes with a gym, and that is going to be Doctor Strange. So the way it worked out, once we finally figured this out as a community, is that three of the gyms came with rares, and three of the gyms came with the super rares. Okay, So Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Black Bolt are the super rares that come. Uh, I'm sorry, what was it? Was it? it's Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and what's the last one? That comes for the super rare that comes with it. I can't remember. Is it? It's not the hood, is it? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, oh, Loki well, comes with the gem. Oh yeah. Thank you. Loki. Okay, so, all right, Doctor Strange, which is number fifty-three A. The Prime is Baron Mordo. Uh, I think we've talked about him before. He, as you would suspect, has the Mystics and Avengers team ability. Has the Avengers keyword. Um, he has six clicks of life for hundred and fifteen points. Eight range double bolt. And Doctor Strange comes with the Soul Gem and then has the associated uh, trait for Bearer of the Soul Gem. He has improved targeting, which is great. Ignores um, hindering terrain. And then he starts with – he has flight. He does not have Indom, which is kind of crappy, but whatever. Uh, Running shot uh, with 10 speed. 10 attack, which is one of the only things I don't really like about this character is he just has 10 printed attack. It can kind of be offset, and I'll get to that, but just base 10 with pin side. 18 defense with a special defensive power called warding shields, which gives him defend and energy shield deflection. So yes, it's 20 versus range, which is pretty sweet. Uh, He has a special damage power called we must work together, which does give him perplex. That is good. Uh, three printed damage, um, perplex, and then when Doctor Strange uses it to target another friendly character, you may choose a standard damage power that character can use. Doctor Strange can use that power until your next turn. I feel like this is so situational using perplex on your other character just to kind of yoink their power. Um, it, I guess it could come in handy, but I mean, when do you not want to use perplex on your own character to boost your attack or your damage? is, like, when you're on the offense. Mm, right. So, so theoretically, like, you're like, oh, okay, I don't want to deal with their mastermind. So you have a friendly character, you boost up their defense, you steal their battle fury. Now you have battle fury, but you can't use it with your range because he's a range-based character, so that doesn't make any sense. I don't know, it just seems really, really weird to me. Um, his attack... It, so it's six clicks long, and the first three clicks are the running shot pin side. And then it switches over to uh, phasing teleport with 11 attack, all those three clicks, with two printed damage, with probs, probability control, those three clicks. And he has a special a- attack power on those last three clicks. Um, he gets precision strike. It's called Our Souls Bound by Common Purpose. Precision strike, when Doctor Strange has the soul gem equipped and heals from steel energy, 
After resolutions, you may heal all adjacent friendly characters of one click. All right, so real quick what the Soul Gym does, if you don't already know and you haven't been able to put two and two together, it does give you steel energy, and it gives it from both range and close attacks, which can be really cool. It also gives him plus one defense, and then in this event, uh, of on this gym, if you roll a 10 or higher, it says after resolutions, heal one click. So he gets crazy into being able to heal, which is kind of cool to get him back up to top dial. Um, just, I mean, when there's only been a couple of characters in the history of this game that can use steel energy from range, but I don't know of anybody that has ever complained of being able to use steel energy from range. Like, that is always just such a good thing. Um, because he has Precision Strike that does offset the fact he only has two printed damage, but he does have 11 attack with probability control, so you're probably going to hit it, and you're going to start just healing back up onto uh, your Precision, or your Pinsai and your Running Shot. So I think he's really cool. I like him, just the ability to stick around, and you, you heal with him, and all the while, remember, he has Mystics, so you're healing back damage that they're putting down and taking Mystics damage theoretically. So thought that was pretty cool. What do you guys think? I, I agree. The, the thing that I kind of like about this strange is it took the majority of the good stuff from the shifting focus one from Avengers Defenders War and kind of put it all into one character. Oh, I, don't yeah, know, I, I just thought that. that was interesting. You know, I like his ability to heal. I, I really do not like regen and support. I almost never rely on them in teams. I think if I'm going to heal, I'm either going to be doing it by a call-in ID card healing me or hitting someone for steel energy. And I like that he can mass heal people as long as they're adjacent and stuff, but he's making an attack. He's doing damage. Hopefully, I don't know, two damage in a lot, but he's doing something, right? He's at least hitting them to heal everybody else up. I just hate wasting. It feels like a waste of an action to just heal someone. I really don't like that. I really love the way this Dr. Strange does it. I think his damage power can be really good or like not great. It depends what you pull. If you can pull someone with shape change, like cool. Now he's got ESD defense shape change. That's awesome. You pull a prob. Now you have two probs on your team. Like this can be really dope. You pull that outwit that Chris and, and friggin' Christian are, are just fawning over outwit. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Now you can have two of them if you want. So there you go. So like I can see this guy being really, um, he's kind of, um, I like a toolbox piece. I like him a lot. Well, there's multiple characters in this set that have like ESD and printed 18 defense. So being able to outwit their ESD just so you can freaking hit them seems like a beneficial thing to me. Um, okay, so for posterity's sake, we did mention a couple of them, uh, but the all of the gems or all of the items are going to come off of these characters. So uh, Reality Gem comes with the Black Bolt, as mentioned. The Time Gem comes with 43 Captain America. The Power Gem comes with Namor. The Space Gem comes with that Iron Man, the 52 Iron Man, the super rare one. Uh, the Soul Gem comes with the Doctor Strange, like I just said. Mind Gem comes with the Loki. Cosmic Cube cam comes with Red Skull. The other Cosmic Cube comes with Kobik. The Infinity Gauntlet, one, uh, an Infinity Gauntlet comes with uh, both of the Iron Man or the Captain America chases. So those are, that's how it's distributed. How do you guys feel about the just distribution of the the weapons in this or the items? Well, you missed uh, Ultra Chase Thanos getting the, uh, was it the Ego Gem? The ego yeah, good luck. Yeah. Good luck ever seeing that in your life. But you know yeah. what's crazy is some dude so just many... pulled two of them. Yeah, I've seen so many of them on the the HeroClix International Exchange. Like I just keep seeing them pop up left and right. So I don't know. Maybe the 
you know, distribution is really good in this set. <laughs> kind of what I said about Captain Marvel, but your Ultra Chase ain't feeling so ultra right now, guys. Um, just yeah. saying. And on top of that, uh, I've seen people listing them. And actually, I think this was one of our listeners, um, uh, Mr. Tavora down in Brazil. He's like, he, he sent this picture on Twitter. Someone was listing this Ultra Chase for $600. I think and I'm one like, did sell right away for 600 I'm like, please, it, if there's anything you take away from this podcast right now, this episode, do not spend $600 on a piece of plastic. Spend that on your family. Do something for your family. They'll appreciate that more than you getting a, a little piece of plastic for $600. Who does that? On the flip the side of that. People with money? Yeah. <laughs> on the flip side of that. If you pull one, sell that bad boy for as much as you can make, baby. Bank, 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 dollar bills, dollar bills. It's your lawnmower, my guy. Let's do it. Buy the wife something nice. Yeah, buddy. Well, that's, that's my lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, okay. How many people out there listening to this podcast, they have a significant other, and their significant other isn't exactly enthralled with the idea of them spending more money on plastic crack, right? So, hypothetically, you pull... Thanos immediately sell it just like Calder said that is the smartest thing to do and then use that money on your significant other as a, like basically a bargaining chip for the future be like well yeah I'm gonna buy this like 14 sets from now I'm gonna buy this uh, I'm gonna get another brick and be like oh you're always spending money on this you're like yeah well remember that one time I pulled this and then I spent all that money on you so if that happens again wouldn't you like me to spend more money on you then they'll just immediately be like yeah that's probably a good idea it, see if like like you just said, not exactly enthralled with the idea of you spending money on plastic crack. You sell the Ultra Chase Thanos. Let's just be a little generous. I've seen them going for 400 You sell them for 400 You spend $100 on them to go get them a nice massage spa day. Then they don't know have to. They don't have to know how much you sold them for. That's right. You have $300 to yourself. You see, you wouldn't get this kind of like real life lessons listening to any other podcast that's what i'm saying okay <laughs> just saying sell your thanos for as much as you can to spend it on we on keep it 100 percent here right oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well we sincerely hope that any of that helps you guys out there on your pre-releases and your releases as they come out this week and over the next couple of weeks um i suspect this is just a really really well-made set and I think people are going to want to voluntarily play this set at their shops for a while. I, I feel like people are going to be uh, buying extras just so they can do stuff with oh, this yeah. at their shops. Sure. It's not like a crappy set that's just going to sit on the shelf for like a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So real life lesson here. I, being a DC fan, went ahead and said, I'll buy a case of DC Rebirth right before Black Panther drops. That was probably one of the biggest mistakes of my life. Now I'm sitting here kicking myself. You know, honestly, silver lining, though, if that's one of the biggest mistakes of your entire life, I feel like you're making good decisions. That is pretty good. Um, (laughs) You're set. You're okay. (laughs) That's the worst decision. If you would have been like, I bought three cases of DC Roof, then that's pretty bad. That'd be pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I just, I I was a big fan of, uh, you know, the metal chases. Turns out they weren't that great. I uh, pre-ordered oh. before I, I saw all the dials spoiled. So. Oh, yikes. That, that was my mistake. Uh, Hype train. All right, well, 
Yeah. Well, we we live and we learn, but Calder doesn't, which is why we are going to move on to best. Bad Samaritan because he yes. sucks at this. So let's do that. <laughs> All right, this might be the first episode of Dial H you've ever tuned into. We're going to play a game called Bad Samaritan. This is how it works. I have a list of clues in front of me, numbered 1 through 20, and I have chosen three modern age figures. Calder has a random number generator in front of him. He's going to give me a number. I'm going to give them the associated clue. Both Calder and Christian are going to have an opportunity to guess one, one guess per round. Uh, on this figure they're going to get three guesses per figure and at the end of the three guesses if they get it right they will get a point and if they get it wrong then i get a point a uh, good a good for them answer uh or a sound bite if you will if they get it right this is what it's going to sound like if they get it wrong this is what it's going to sound like and Calder, I spent five minutes doing this today so i really hope you appreciate it if i get a point this no. is what you get to hear I'm not scared. Let's do it. You better choke me out, Alex. <laughs> it only takes like 20 seconds. It only takes like 20 seconds. Right? You better choke me out. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Okay, are you guys ready to play? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right, Calder, give me the first clue for the first uh, figure. I kind of want Chris to get a point. Like, I, that's so <laughs> wrong. Uh, number seven. I'll play it again just so you can hear it because it's, it's, it's real fun. Um, okay, number seven is generic keyword. There is no generic oh, keyword yeah. on this yeah. character. Yeah, that works. Okay. 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 Yeah, okay. Okay. No doubt. Okay. Starting off real well, gentlemen. Yeah. This is, uh, this is rough. Um, I know there are some characters in modern. Eric, there have to be. Eric Masterson, does he have – um, just the I Avengers keyword. Just like Asgardian Avengers. He doesn't even have Asgardian actually. It's just Avengers, I, I, I think. think. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I would assume like lower pointing characters. Don't... See, now you got me thinking. Jane Foster only has Asgardian and Avengers, so I think mm-hmm. those would be safe bets. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, there's probably some Star Trek person that has no generic keywords, but I would hate Chris if he choose Star Trek. So yeah. I'm just going to go with Jane, Jane Foster, I know for sure, has just as Guardian Avengers, so I'm going to go with her. Okay, right. locked in with Calder for Jane Foster. Super Saiyan <sighs> Christian, do you have a guess? Uh, I don't want to choose the same set as the Mighty Thor, so I'm trying to think of like a, maybe a DC <sighs> set. I mean, at this point, it's not like you have enough information to not That's That's why Thor. I just threw out a bird. Well, <laughs> It was a Mark. I mean, Mark got it in the first first go around, so I yeah, just but he didn't try to show him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, I gotta go with Eric Masterson. He was the guy that first came to mind, so I'd be remiss if I didn't. Okay, locked in, Eric Masterson. We've got two Asgardians right now. Survey says, yeah. big old negativo, gentlemen. We'll move on to clue number two. It's gonna be fifteen. Fifteen is. Opening defense power. Toughness. Yeah, oh, that helps. <laughs> All right. Okay. We might get a here we might get a here choke it out. Oh, oh, man. Later, guys. So soon. So soon. <laughs> it only takes twenty seconds, I guess. <laughs> it only it's takes 20, twenty seconds. Oh man. Maybe like that Joker thug guy. I know he has toughness. He might only have Gotham City Underworld. But an eight. Wait, is it was it 
Did you give us a value, or is it just toughness? Just give us the, just said the power. Just toughness. Uh, he has a 16 toughness, I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, oh, he does. Does he? Does he? He does. He totally does. <laughs> oh, okay. Like 90%. <laughs> Jeez, Chris. Um, <laughs> another character. I was going to say the Hive Troopers. They all have toughness. They all have soldier as well. So not Yeah. Um, I was thinking, I know most Batman have Detectives. Or, you know, but, Batman family. <laughs> yeah, so, but but the, I can't think of a single Batman that doesn't have like a martial artist or, you yeah. know. Goodness. Joker All thought right, coming you, to mind. You guys got anything you want to lock in? What else there's going to be? Man, Man, Joker Thug's a good guess. I would I would say probably go with that. Okay, I'm going to go with Joker Thug for sure. I'm locked in. All right, locked in Joker I Thug. I want to get someone else, oh, though. I'm trying to think here. Oh, to help Christian out? Yeah, yeah to help yeah. Christian out. I'm trying to just think. Um, I know there are, there are some generics in some sense that only have the named keyword. Um, so toughness, like I'm thinking of like Ninja Turtles, but all the foot ninjas, obviously they have martial, yeah, art, martial artists like that. Yeah. Um, I know there was a random people that Bebop and Rocksteady were, they only had, but they would have animal. Oh, well, probably no, human the versions. human, ver- the human versions of them might, you know, uh, might just have like hand or something. Yeah. Um, so there'd be, I'm trying to think of a character in like earth X that only has earth X, but I think the only character that only has earth X was like the skull. I think he even had ruler too. So yeah, um, you have toughness. Ah, shoot, man. Toughness, no generic keywords. That's just, uh, it's narrow. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go with the human version of, uh, well, I mean, I know it covers it regardless. Uh, so I could just go Batman. That covers a lot of, a lot of ground. <laughs> We're going Batman. Yeah, let's do Batman. Let's okay. do Batman. Okay, all right. Locked in for Batman. Keeping that joke alive, I see. <laughs> Survey says. Okay, let's move on to clue number three. Calder, give me a number. This is rough. Uh, number eight. Number eight is improved movement or targeting. Watch. The character does have improved movement, ignores elevated and hindering terrain. Oh, man. Makes me think of a spider. Spider person. Yeah. Yeah, there's Spider-Man, Black Panther, Venom. But yeah, start with toughness though. That's the weird yeah. thing. It's all those characters normally start with super senses. Um, yeah, well, there's uh, was a. I thought the Earth X Black Panther started with like. No, he's got toughness. super senses. He's got a special defense. It's like willpower. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's just not standard defense. Yeah. Hmm. Man, he could be using them starter set versions though. Chris is tricky like that you know mm, if they are in fact modern yes they are yes uh, yes mm, yes this guy <laughs> mm, yes mm, quite <laughs> so <laughs> yeah my goodness this is rough it, it really is it's so weird the improved movement and targeting is like the most helpful clue that we've had like <laughs> that's so odd that is that is very true you know Almost that never is that useful yeah I feel like this is the longest 20 seconds of my life. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm not going to play it. (laughs) Probably are. I'm just going to go, honestly, Spider-Man to cover spider people. Just because I think that that starter set one might have toughness. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, Spider-Man. All right. Locked in with Spider-Man for Calder. Christian. Ah, man. I kind of want to go back to Rocksteady or Bebop. See, the only thing with them is that I don't know if they had improved movement, like, elevated. Exactly. Like, yeah. They're, they're kind of, well, I, I couldn't see them go over a stump, let alone, you know, they're kind of so, bowling guys. 
So this improved movement, elevated hindering, does that like, does that include flight or is that just like what it says? Like it's like improved? the ring around their little picture. That's just okay. improved talking. Movement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. All right. So improve. What a terrible clue. Who thought of that one? Hunter. Robin. I'm just going to go Robin. Oh, there you go. That's actually not a bad one. I'll shoot. Okay. All right. Locked in with Robin. I'm going to let you guys know that Christian was actually much closer than Calder of was. So Whatever. Survey says, <laughs> which means I get a point. I'm not scared. Better <laughs> choke me out, Alex. Please. It only takes like 20 seconds. It only takes 20 <laughs> seconds, guys. God. All right. Batman the Animated Series set 1B, Clayface. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah, you were close. I mean, you were close <sighs> to Batman. Yeah. yeah, he was. Really, Man. really close with, with Batman. Okay, well, that is one point for me. We'll move on to figure number two. Calder, give me a clue. Yeah, if we would have got a trade on Clayface, we would have knew him right away. Uh, number oh, 12. Yeah. Number 12 is any special combat symbols. Negative. No of course. special combat symbols. Why would they? Why would they yeah. have anything? <laughs> helpful clues. Helpful clues. Uh, oh, man. Okay. So they got nothing special about them. Awesome. Love it. Thanks, Chris. Uh, this is all. This is going to be a burner one. Just now think this, of someone. Is this not include, like, improved targeting? Like, this is a, different from that? This is just, like, flight, fist, flight. defense, you know, shield, starburst. So if, like, okay. they were a giant, they'd have giant or colossal or whatever, you know, or okay. indomitable flight, yep. transporter, stuff like that, you know. Yeah, te- technically, what Calder just said, that's the difference between a combat symbol and an ability. Yeah. Uh, improved movement and targeting are abilities versus symbols are what Calder said. Yeah. The whole, the whole time I've been listening to this podcast, I never knew the difference with that. Boy, what well, we in- like to inform the masses. That's what we do. That's why we say to spread the good word of dilate. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying my best. Yeah. Uh. Man, what would be good? I just really am trying to think someone just like just isn't a flight, honestly. Just, just like, some uh, vanilla dude. We just, do, we just do like Thug, you know? Like what a throwaway one. What one that would be terrible, but a Black Panther included in the set. The yeah, one, the... like right. Black Panther. He's got nothing going on. Most of him, for some reason. Well, I was just thinking of like one of the Aim Squads. Yeah, for sure. Well, we can't do those yet. They're not legal yet. Uh, yeah, they're not legal. Black Panther is not legal. They're yet. legal on ROC online, but no, sir, not for Bat Samaritan, because they're not actually street date legal yet, because uh, it's not Wednesday. Correct. And it's not a week after that Wednesday, so yeah, no, it's not going to be legal for two weeks in Bat Sam. Um, let's see. Mm. Let us see. The skull has no special combat symbols. I'm just going to go with the skull. He doesn't have Indomitable? He does not have Indomitable. Man, I could have sworn he did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you said the skull. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the skull. Yeah. All right. What about you, Christian? Mm. Um. Uh, does Raven have flight? I'd assume she had. She'd have flight. I'd assume so. Okay. I could be wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sometimes I trust your judgment, called. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh my goodness! Um, like that, Mister uh, Mister Terrific and his terrific balls. He's got his yeah. <laughs> Let's go, yeah, why not? Let's go, Mister Terrific. I like that. All right, Mister Terrific, locked in with Christian. Survey says, <laughs> move on to clue number two. Uh, we got number three. Number three is set. Woo! 
TMNT4. Unplugged. Okay, unplugged. Okay. Okay. Is Splinter, no Splinter have uh, willpower? Man, man I, don't, I don't know if there's a Splinter in that set. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm pretty sure there is. He's like, uh, it gives him like plus one attack or something. Or he, I don't know. It's, he's one of the commons. I know that. I know all the chases. There's no, I don't think there's an April O'Neil in this one. There is not an April O'Neil in this one. I know, I think all the chases are in Dom, but the starter set turtles had no special combat symbols at all. Um, I don't know about the common, uncommon ones, if they had like fish or anything like that. I know Shredder mm. had Indom. Both Shredders have Indom. Yep. Uh, there's the, the Foot Elites. There's Bebop and Rocksteady. There's Granitor, all those guys. I'm pretty sure Bebop and Rocksteady don't have any special combat symbols. I think they're regular I, no, foot, no willpower. You want to go Bebop? I'll go Rocksteady. How does that sound? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Rocksteady. All right. Which one Bebop. you chose, Bebop? Uh, I'm choosing Bebop. I'm Rocksteady. Okay. Bebop for Christian, Rocksteady for Calder Services. God. I, I just wanted to try to lead you guys off thinking you might have hope. What, a, what amazing you know, team. Just a scumbag. <laughs> but there was no hope here. There was no hope to give. Uh, we'll move on to clue number three. Uh, we got eight. Eight. Improved movement or targeting. Again. There is no improved movement or targeting. God. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. No combat, no special combat symbols, no improved movement or targeting, and they're from TMNT4. That's all you got. Oh, my goodness. This is horrible. <laughs> so I think if we say foot elite, it would cover all the foot elite ninjas. I will give you that, yes. What a guy. Okay. I know they have, like, parentheses. I know they have stuff. parentheses, like axe, boomerang, whatever. Well, I, when uh, every time I hear it, boomerang, is it? Yeah, it's boomerang. I just think of thirty dollars. Yeah, they're they're mad expensive right now. Um, thanks a lot, PJ Bolin. Uh, <laughs> what a jerk! <laughs> just the worst. Hate that guy so much. Um, where does Why he does get he have off, to make man? everything expensive? Well, he's gotta. Well, he's gotta be good at playing the game. <laughs> um, um. All right. Let's see. No improvement or targeting. That's great. That's much combat symbols. Also great. It's not Bebop and Rocksteady. That's great. Oh man, this sucks. <laughs> Okay, so I think Foot Elite would be a good guess because I'm pretty sure they don't have improved targeting. Okay, sure. Stuart, you want to go for that one, Foot Elite? Yeah, I'll do Foot Elite. I'm going to say, keep in with the generic of it. I'm going to say Shredder Illusion. Mm. Shredder Illusion. Locked in. Yeah. Shredder Illusion. Called her Foot Elite for Mr. Bogan. Survey says... God. Which means I get another point. You son of a gun. Twenty seconds. You better choke me out, Alex. It only takes like twenty seconds. You better choke me out. All right. Um. Okay. When I chose this, I didn't know if Calder would get mad. So I guess we're gonna find out now. <laughs> this is from the Fast Forces. This is the Mud. Mud Man. Yeah. Oh gosh. Let's well, come back. Right. Dude, if we would have gotten. <laughs> no, he's a bystander, so he doesn't count. Oh, what a scumbag, Chris. If, yeah, if, I feel like if you guys would be getting just different clues, you'd be so much better off than what you've been doing. Oh, tonight. right? These we, guys are bad, keywords. bad numbers. Like, if, actually, keyword would have been great. He, been like, he has no keywords. I'm like, ah. Oh. Uh, I don't that's know. a clue. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll move on to figure number three. Walter, give me a number. I'm sweet. Uh, it's number 17. So. Number 17 through 20 are all free plays. Gosh. And uh, you can guess anything you want to know. Just let me know. 
What you want set. to know about the figure? Set, yeah, set. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe All right. Your treat. From the superior foes of Spider-Man set. Ancient. Ancient, this guy. Did you say ancient? Go on back. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that is that is a much better clue starting off than what you've gotten that, on the last that's figure. That's true. true. Just say Spider-Man will take out half the set. Oh, man. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I am going to go Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's a good guess. That He is in that set for sure. Locked in with Mr. Hyde. Christian. Man. Um... My, my gut said Hydro Man, so I'm going to say Hydro Man. Okay. Locked in with Hydro Man. Survey says... We'll move on to clue number two. Gut is just thirsty, Christian. Um, <laughs> uh, number 14. Number 14, opening attack power. There is no opening attack power on this figure. Yeah, why not? Uh, Mary Jane, does she have an opening attack power? She does she not. perplex. Uh, she has perplex, she has cover reflex or something like that. She does not have an attack power. Okay. I'm going to go with Mary go Jane. With? Yeah, I'm going to do okay. Mary Locked Jane. Locked in with Mary Jane. Calder. I'm going to go with Night Watch. Night Watch! That is a good guess. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not the right answer. I, <laughs> but uh, Man, I forgot we... that person was a character. Maybe I'll pick them next time we play Bad Samaritan. Or will I? <laughs> All right. Or won't I? Or will I? Man, Calder, shut up! Remember this moment? <laughs> will you? <laughs> All right, we'll move on to clue number three. Wow, three. That's the last one. I know. Last guess. Fifteen. Fifteen. Opening defensive power and vulnerability. Okay. Now we're cooking <sighs> with gas here. Uh, goodness. Who had invul in this set? I said one of them. Mr. I had invul. Maybe I talked this right away. Anyways. More, doesn't Moreland start with invul? I mean, I know he has a opening attack and power. Might, yeah, he's got super strength or something, though, for opening attack. Mm-hmm. Like, blades or and even then, he's got steel energy his whole dial. Also true. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would feel like it would almost be a common. Vulnerability. Man, who had a, I don't think any of the villains had invul. Stilt man. Does Stilt man? No, he has toughness. Force Blast, Quake, Toughness, Special Damage Power. Dang. Gotta know you're still mad, man. Um, jeez. <laughs> Gotta know. Why do you not know that? Why, Why don't you know his every, entire... Everybody knows... Ten, I think it's like 8 movement, 10 attack, 18 defense, 2 damage. No, you're still mad. I'm probably wrong. Um, <laughs> as, as, as evidenced by our Bad Samaritan guesses, yes, you are wrong. Yeah, I'm probably... Yeah. <laughs> With invul, someone with invulnerability. Uh, probably one of the Chase Spider Man, like Spider Punk. Or not him, Spy- S- Robot Spider Man, Cyber Spider Man. No, Sp- uh, uh, Cyborg Spider Man. He would have, like, Pen Blast, though, for an attack power. Yeah, right? he did. Yeah. And Spider Punk, I know, had Precision Strike. Did, uh, you know, did Sandman, like the like non Hydro Man, Sandman, have maybe invulnerability there? Yeah, yeah I want to say. Did the Spider-Man, like the Spider-Man chase, I don't think he had an opening attack power. Um. Hey, guys, on a completely unrelated note, um, like three episodes ago, I played the soundbite for Celebration, and I forgot to tell everybody this, but this happens behind uh, the curtain. We got copy struck on YouTube for playing the soundbite for the song Celebration. <laughs> oh, that was pretty bad. I was pretty bad. I was like, what? I got to... Freaking email from YouTube, like you got copy stri- What? Why? <laughs> anyway, that, who who from YouTube would 
be listened to. I mean, How like, dare you? I, do, I don't know. They, they've got to have like a, a robot or something that listens yeah. to specific like i don't know intonations and how I, whatever i don't get it how it works anyway i thought that was interesting i was scrolling through my my sound bites real quick and i saw celebration that's what reminded me of it but you guys do you <laughs> uh, and i we were probably hot on the trail and he just said that to throw us off i know right what a scumbag <laughs> did i you're saying cape killer makes me think of a cape killer definitely don't have Ooh. He totally yeah. only had toughness, though. I'm trying to think of any mm-hmm. of the uh, Serpent Society that had Invul. I don't think any of them had it. Yeah. I'm, like that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Tiger Shark. Tiger Shark. Yeah, that's a good one. He, he probably have invulnerability. I can mm-hmm. see Tiger Puff, Shark. I think Puff Adder might have. Yeah, Puff Adder or Cottonmouth, one of the heavier hitters. You probably have it. No, it was Death Adder or Puff Adder. That would, Cottonmouth was actually lower on the list. Poor guy. Hmm. I would, I would feel. Do you want to go King Shark? I'll go Puff Adder. You mean Tiger Shark? Yeah, whatever. What I say, King Shark, DC. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's Tiger wrong Shark. set. Wrong, wrong set. set. Wrong. Yeah. Well, wrong I wonder universe. why you're getting these wrong, dude. Man, you're not even in the right set. <laughs> hey, dude, man. Right. That'd be a great superhero name, dude, man. <laughs> dude, man. Um. All right, so hey, I'll go right, take so, Tiger Shark. T- Tiger Shark for Christian and Puff Adder for Calder. Yeah, that's correct, man. All right. This is your guy who's the last guess. You know that, right? I know. I'm. I'm Don't uh, make me second guess myself. All right. I know. Well, locked in. I'm wrong. Survey says. Twenty seconds. God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm scared. Let's do it. You better choke me out, Alex. Please. It only takes like twenty seconds. Woo, guys, guys. Landmark. Second time I've swept in God. Bad Samaritan. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. I would like to thank the Academy. Okay, I'd like to thank Jaylene, wherever she is in the other room. Thank you. Um, <laughs> number 41, Sandman, is the answer. Oh, I said, oh I no. Said, dude, I said it. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why, Guys, that's I why he with... took us off the trail. We knew. Scumbag. See, okay. You actually said Sandman, and then you guys moved on to a different character immediately after that, and that's when I jumped in with the Celebration. No, so I no. Felt like, I was like, nah, that's okay to talk about Celebration. I really wanted to talk about Celebration because I did see it anyway. That wasn't specifically to throw you off, but as I started saying it, I was like, ooh, this might actually throw them off the trail. So it, maybe it worked. I'm not really sure. But there was an actual, if you guys didn't notice, there was a theme. Clayface, Mudman, Sandman. You know, it's all just themes, dude. Uh, when people have themes in this, they really throw me off. Ah, oh, I never <laughs> play face Mudman Sandman. Oh, oh, man. I said it. I said I was going to get one more sweep before I left the podcast. One more sweep. Here it is, and it couldn't be sweeter. Mm, more like sweet, man. That's what it changed the name. <laughs> sweet, man. Uh, all right, well. <laughs> gosh, so dumb. Uh, <laughs> hopefully uh some people got some entertainment out of that some value uh, and this is the perfect time to let you know that dial h works off of the value for value model and uh yeah we appreciate when you guys jump on our patreon and earn your heroic rank like civ- citizen vigilante protagonist and you will hear some of those titles those esteemed titles coming up in the community section when we get into that um i did right now i guess just want to say that uh, I, I didn't even take it into account until like last week. But after this episode, I'm only on the podcast for eight more episodes. You know what? Good. 
Good. <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry. That was, that was a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> only eight more episodes. So Tell us um, how you really feel there, Calder. I... Uh, it would it would genuinely warm my heart. Um, once once I leave the podcast, if you guys do jump onto the Patreon, um, that money is not going to me. Uh, that is going towards the podcast costs to keep the podcast up and running. So um, just remember that in the future, uh, we do appreciate it. So let's go ahead and move into the community section. There are dozens of us. Dozens. I guess we'll start off this week uh, with the Community Tuesdays question. We post a Community Tuesdays question every Tuesday on Facebook and on Twitter. This week's question was, with equipment being the new hotness, would you like to see a return of resources? If so, what should WizKids make as a resource? Uh, Christian, super fan Christian, you didn't answer on Twitter this week you, because you knew you were going to be on the podcast. So uh, what's your answer to this question? So I think that they should bring them back, but maybe not. Uh, what was the word you used in that other podcast? I, like oh, I said, intuitive, 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 yeah. but not intuitive. So something that is not like the, you know, the whole, was it the Batman? Sorry. The utility belt. The utility Exceptionally belt. convoluted. Convoluted. And... That's the word. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. There have been numerous extremely convoluted uh like if you're a brand new player like if you've been playing for years you're like oh well they're not that complex yeah you're right if you've been playing for years but if you're a brand new player and there are brand new players all the time i know that because they pop up on reddit all the time hey guys i'm a brand new player blah 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 welcome to the world of hero clicks they don't want to learn they don't want to read walls of text it's not intuitive at all it's very convoluted so yes yes i agree so getting back to that I would like to see a resource that isn't as in depth. Um, well, you know, like you said, the wall of text of, okay, well, if I've got one hammer uh, equipped and then I've got four out and then I can double equip and then now I can spin my dial every time somebody gets KO'd and all that pizzazz. I mean, that is, I think that all that was not needed. Just something straight and simple to the point, off the board, non equipment. You know, just easy to understand. I think that if they could take the resources to what equipment is, but a little more, because obviously their you know resources will probably cost roughly thirty points. So kind of what the Infinity Gauntlets are doing now, you know, but put it in a resource. Um, the dial, uh, if you you know keep the dial on them, so you can spin around, and get new powers and stuff. I like that idea, but just like they say, keep it simple, stupid. Okay, cool. Calder, what do you think? What do I? Oh, we care about my opinion now, all of a sudden? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, oh. Whoa, you were so salty from losing. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, I always kind of yeah, uh, dug resources, honestly. I never had a terrible like experience with them at all. I never really played super competitive when resources were more uh, in the game and whatnot. Um, I understand how, like, the like I had to probably reread what was it? The Sins Pandora's Box and then the whatever Sin one, the Rock of Eternity. I had to read those cards like a lot. And those are one of the simpler ones. Like I really dug resources like the Mandarin's Power Plant because it had a card. Had no dial. I didn't have to worry about spinning on a dial, getting whatever extra stuff. It was just like, yo, power action, become equipped to one of the things or whatever. 
I don't really remember how the resource works, but it's pretty simple. So I like resources like that. I really dig the Punisher Vans resource. I think that's really cool. I can spit out an object, and it's like, boom, got guns and stuff. You know, it's really cool. So I always like resources. They're simple. Do I have an actual answer to the question, what kind of resource should they make? You know, you're right. I don't. I have no clue, uh, at, like, at all what resource they should make. But you know what would be really great? A locker room resource, right? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? <laughs> You just choose. WWE. Yeah, yeah, WWE. Well, that, it could be a lot of other stuff, but you just choose. It's kind of like what Eatry does. You just choose, like, you know, three or five, whatever, equipment. They're in your locker room. And then you can choose at the end of the game two pieces of equipment that can start the game in your starting area or whatever. Like, boom, easy, locker room, 20 points. I know it's based on what Eatry kind of does, and that's kind of what gave it to me. But, like, yo, man, it's in the locker room. We're getting ready to fight. Let's go, uh, let's suit up, get equipped. So something simple like that. And it can be used with any equipment object. It makes it really easy, really simple. And it might even be like a little thing. I don't know. I don't know what it would look like, honestly, as a sculpt. But it could hold your resources. That'd be cool. I mean, hold your uh, equipment objects. That's another cool thing. Okay. Um, I'm pretty much take it or leave them on the resources. Uh, the reason why, if they never bring them back, I'm completely okay with it, is because there are so many resources that I've had to... If I go any length of time without playing it, I have to reread the entire thing and relearn how it works. There's certain resources I will always just remember how they work because I used them a lot. But if anybody plays against me with, say, the Rock of the Rock of Eternity or maybe the Utility Bell, I'll have to read that again, even though we just covered it like four episodes ago or whatever. I'm going to have to reread it, and I don't really want to have to do that anymore. I'm just kind of lazy about it. But if they do bring them back, the one thing that I kind of would like to see as of right now, just because I've been reading a lot of Doctor Strange, is something like Doctor Strange's Armory, where if you haven't been keeping up in the comics in like 2017 or 2018 maybe, um, there's these, this race of beings that came to Earth to kill magic. They were called the Empirical, and they... They did a really good job, okay? They didn't entirely kill magic, but they basically depleted it all down to the point where Doctor Strange could not use magic almost at all. So he went on this scavenger hunt across, like, the universe for individual artifacts that were retaining what was left of the magic on in the universe. So that's why you get the um, that uh, title character, Doctor Strange, with the axe that is the one that is pulled directly from the comic during that storyline where he's run. That's why he's running around with an axe. If you were wondering, like, why the, why the hell does Doctor Strange have an axe? It's because he's losing his powers and he needs something to supplement that so he can fight the Empirical. So that would be cool with, like, the Cloak of Levitation, the Eye of Agamotto, and a bunch of different, like, random things that, that they were one-offs. Like, they were in, like, a random issue, and he'd be like, this is the Ankh of Horus or something like that. And he'd use it one time, and then it would break. And then he'd use the next item, like, one time, and it would break and stuff. So I think that would be kind of cool. But it would be a wall of text, just like all the other ones. So whatever. We will move on to Twitter. By the way, I do want to say thanks for Twitter. We totally won this week. Yeah, they crushed it. Uh, between Twitter and Facebook on Answers. Twitter Army crushed it this week. Um, pretty much a lot of uh, back and forth. So we'll start off with Cody Williams. said, no resources. They were too much. Your turn, Calder. Jacob Weaver says, no. They took the focus off the pieces on the board and variety in strategy. If they had to, the dialage for Hero Phone could be a fun random boost. Okay. 
Sexy Ranch Hand 2.0. Doubt it. Chance McCall. Oh, fair. <laughs> Sorry. If they, were to, if they were to bring back resources, make them publicly accessible so there are no con-exclusive parts to track down. Also, make it simple enough that you can explain it to a new player easily. Okay. All right. Uh, we had Nick Kruger said it would still be wonderful to see an Iron Man armory, potentially massive, but something like the Batcave with interchangeable armors would be awesome. This is probably my number one pick for a resource would be just Iron Man dropping suits and getting everybody suited up. I think it's awesome. Yeah. We as the Dial H community have been talking about that for years now as an idea for a resource. I think that would be really cool, too protagonist Michael Miller said, Nope, I like as many elements to stay on the board rather than having to accept that someone is uber-powered. Okay, sure. Peter Zachary said, I'm not fully versed in the ways of resources, so it was interesting to learn about the Bat Belt and the first resource I attempted to use was the Round Table. It's a bit of a learning curve. It would be awesome if we could do like an armory drop, some kind of thing. And he goes into all sorts of stuff about how like the armor drop and like airdrop from Call of Duty and stuff, you know, we're not going to talk about it because it's a lot of stuff. Sorry, Peter Zachary, but that's kind of the gist is he would like an army to drop down weapons. You know, cool. yeah, just talking about the round table. That was actually the first resource that I got to use was that round table. And, um, or, uh, was it the teleportation thing? Or, oh, yeah, uh, just sleep teleporter was there, too. Yeah, yeah that's that's the one that uh, that I got to play with. And that was actually really easy to understand. Uh, so maybe if they kept it simple like that, that wouldn't be too bad. I think you guys are neglecting the most powerful resource of all time, which was the penguin. Chris, I don't, I don't, nah. want, I don't even want to. I don't want to justify that with a response. That's a real thing. You just wanted, to, you just wanted to insert a why in there. That's all he said. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. No, I'm lying. I'm gonna say it. You never take me alive, Batman. <laughs> That's a real thing, though. Yeah, I don't even I remember know. what set that came out in. It was like No Man's Land or something weird. Uh, <laughs> penguin resource, so bad. Um, Ray W. said, here's a resource for, <laughs> I like this answer, wrought with uh, our, the wonderful drippings of sarcasm. Here's a resource for you, a PAC with team abilities printed on it in each Fast Forces starter so that new players can play without needing to visit the website. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Shots fired, WizKid. Downstairs, Mixler. Brian Foley, jeez, that's, woo. Brian Pollock said, I want all the Spider-Man gadgets or Grifter's guns. What Spider-Man gadgets? I, it's web shooters and web shooters, man. Leave, it, leave them alone. Oh, I guess he has, like, little he does, robot he has lights. spiders. He's got little lights. He's got a car. You know? It's gadget. <laughs> Alfred. Dude, Spider-Man is the poor man's Batman. <laughs> he's got terrible, <laughs> he's poor man. terrible gadgets. No, he's not. Well, actually, yeah, now Relatively. he is again. For, for a minute there in the comics, he was a rich man again because of Parker Industries. That's not important. We're going to move on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Superhero, the ruffian, little plastic superhero, said, Rock of Eternity would be a pretty cool idea. When equipped, modify combat values by plus one and choose one at the beginning of your turn. And then it was a bunch of different, like, listed out powers for the different, like, um, because Shazam's an acronym. I think everybody knows that, right? Yeah. Sure. Salad. Herbie, Amazon, <laughs> Zorro, Amazon 2, Megalovania, Shazam! I think that second Amazon was actually Alex Jones. Oh, oh that was such a You missed an opportunity there. All right, back over to Facebook. 
Okay, so John uh, Marillo said, no. Just the word no? Uh, all caps, period. He was punctual. <laughs> Ooh. I felt like I next... Crossing the language barrier, too, both English and Spanish. No, right? He, he should have put the exclamation point there, maybe upside down if it was Spanish, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Maybe he just forgot, man. <laughs> He's in a rush to tell you how excited he was to say no. <laughs> I've done it. protagonist, Ben Jones, who said, happy with resource-free environment, but if they need to make more and they ever bring back the Fantastic Four, yeah, good luck on that, guys. Um, how about a Fantastic Car or Herbie the Robot? Um, and then he links some cool pictures of comic panels, and I really uh, – I like – I dig it, so I appreciate that. You know, we'll get the Fantastic Four as soon as we get that 1 million BC Phoenix. You hush your mouth, <laughs> Christian <laughs> Bogan. <laughs> uh, and as off, we had superfan Eric Caves. He said, I have no faith that resources would be produced fairly. I love that Phoenix Force just as a fan of the Phoenix, but the impact that it gives, you know, 50 to 75 points. WizKids likes to make a lot of non-characterish elements for cheap, so they can be impactful on a competitive level. The point system is a little messed up. He goes into all sorts of stuff about why equipment is a good idea, so that's cool. I think we should stick with equipment, probably. Yeah, that's equipment probably is probably, honestly, idea. it's probably the best idea, but I just oh, wanted yeah. to see what people would say about resources, and apparently it wasn't much. <laughs> all right. Uh, Alexander Tavora, our man in Brazil, said, I would like to see this as a resource, and he uh, posted a picture of a cover of the X-Men, uh, the the Phalanx Covenant, and if you guys don't know how the Phalanx works, it's, a, it's, it's the techno-organic virus thing i think that it's on cable but they're actually like a sentient race and at some point they have something to do with like there's the infinity gauntlet storyline and then like it's either part two or part three is like the infinity war it's been a while since aren't this. they, they in the, to do with them oh sorry annihilation i'm pretty sure they're in that too aren't they probably i don't know just view them as like this abstract super race of alive computers out in space and everybody ends up getting infected by them and stuff like that. Anyway, he said, how crazy would it be uh, if a piece of your team got infected with the techno-organic virus and some kind of bonus for that? Yeah, that could be cool. And give them, like, the robot. That is pretty cool. Mm. Are you out on Facebook? Dude, I'm out, man. I'm out. All right, I'll try to rattle through the Rattle them, have... baby. Uh, Vigilante Collectible said, what about a wrestling manager's dial to add on to characters? So, for example, a 5 to 25 points, you could get a one-time use of probability control, one free end cap or a stop click or something like that. And he, he links some pictures of some um, wrestlers and their, their managers. And I had to ask who they were. And thank you, by the way, for explaining who these were because I had no idea who some of them were. Uh, Loyal Miller said, I feel like all game elements are fine, but we need to be available at a decent price. Resources are no different, and they can be a blast. Jedi Legend said, not a fan of resources personally, so I'd ask WizKids to add none. Jay Sanzen said, I wouldn't mind resources if they are like the Blackbird or more accessible to every player if they are powerful like the batteries and the good the good book is what he said. Um, I don't think the most powerful elements of the game should be con LE or chase rarities. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, we got an answer from Chaz. This might be a first-time answer. Thank you. Said, nope. Glad to see resources gone. And last person, whose name I'm going to change because it's inappropriate, uh, we're just going to call you Mac, uh, said uh, SF Iron Man with a drone dial on each one and a hall of armor resource that utilizes the drone dials. So once again, we're, we're going back to the, the armor, armory, the armor armory for Iron Man. So Nice. 
Uh, a lot of – it's pretty much coming down to the same thing, right? Make resources – if they bring them back, which most people, I guess, don't want them back. But if they do bring them back, just make them very accessible and easy to understand. Yep. And I maybe I just think that we probably moved away from resources towards equipment because how do you make a resource easier to understand? It's just called equipment at that point, right? Mm. Yep. Fair enough, I suppose. Okay. All right. You guys got any last-minute things? We're going to move on to the community. See, that's it. Yeah, I don't got nothing. Okie dokie, then let's get on to, let's see, Jedi Legends, Heroclix Tip of the Week. Help you, I can. <laughs> Take you to your destination, I will. All right, apparently people still do this. So, when using carry, neither character can pick up or be holding an object while being carried. All right, you guys ever mess this one up? No, I read the rules. <sighs> perfect in every way <laughs> okay i doubt that's true i've, I've done it play I've, especially <laughs> while holding like an equipment object i absolutely have done it uh i will completely admit to doing it for a while um i guess every once in a while i may forget I, maybe it's ingrained in my head now not to do it but it's probably only because i messed it up so many times and i probably got called out on it which Thank you for the people that have called me out. Uh, I'd rather play the game correctly than continuing to play incorrectly, if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I, I, Good well, tip. You have to mention his gift because I carried a watermelon. <laughs> what movie is that? Oh, my goodness. That, uh, it's, it's, uh, 16, 16 Candles? Candles, I think so. Yeah, there it is. All right. This is why you guys need to be on the Twitter. There's great gifts and great memes and stuff. I put a meme out that, like, four people appreciated this week about the uh, the Human Torch. Oh, because you had to click on it, honestly. You had to click on it to see the, the words. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, no, one extra click. Well, you know, hey, I'm just going to be ah! honest. I'm just going to be honest. People are All you see lazy. is a leg and says, he looks good. Yeah, so. <laughs> I did change uh, the banner on the it's Twitter. It's a good-looking banner. From, it's a good-looking it, banner. It, was, it was outdated a little bit because it was the Justice League Unlimited banner. And we've obviously a few sets have come out since then. So I changed it to a picture I took of my collection, which would not have been possible without my good buddy Calder S. Thank you for sending me some of these pieces. But I have all of the Earth X Inhumans now as the banner on Twitter, and I'm like super excited about that. I cannot nice. wait to play them. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Uh, okay. So that is community. Uh, we don't have any birthdays this week, so if anyone in your local play group or you or someone you just want to give a shout-out to on the podcast has an upcoming birthday, uh, let us know who it is, when their birthday is, and we'll give them that sexy, happy Arabian birthday soundbite that people love to hear. And Basically, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason they listen to this podcast anymore is just so they can hear that, so we need more of those. Um, we don't have any new Dial-H home initiative bases, so uh, if you play at a venue... And it's in an unclaimed state or country, and you want to claim that place, just let us know what the venue is that you play at. And uh, we, we'll, we'll claim it in the name of Dial H, and we'll, we'll plant that flag. Um, uh, we, we started getting pictures in on uh, Twitter from the people that have been receiving the Dial H custom dice that we've been sending out. So that's really cool. Uh, Christian, you got yours this week. I did, and man, they look fantastic. And I rolled, I'm glad you like them. I, I had to roll them a few times. Every time I got that one, I saw the logo, and it just made me smile. Nice. Well, uh, which we, by the way, if you do um, decide to become 
a hero, get your heroic rank, and jump on the Patreon. Uh, when that starts coming out, I will send you a set of these dice, and I think we have about – it's like eight or ten sets left, and we're, we're out. Oh, so, sweet. Yeah, we're, we're running low. But there's still – you can jump on if you want to. Um, and – I think that's that's all I got, other than the plugging. Do you guys so, have anything? So we do have questions from Malcolm Rush, but the the like podcast is already going on pretty long, and it's going to go on for <laughs> oh, longer. So yeah, let's um we're gonna save this for next week. They're very complicated. They are about unique figures. They're not super complicated, but we're gonna save them for next week. So don't be mad at me. Long show. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Christian, do you have anything left uh, in the community, and then we're gonna move on? No, I, I mean I've got I don't have anything to say anymore. So. Okay. But, well, if people tune out after this and stick around, or don't stick around to listen to us talk about Endgame, um, thank you for tuning into Dial H. You can follow us at uh, Dial H Four Hero Clicks. That is the number four on Twitter. Please do that. You can just jump onto Facebook. If not, um, just search Dial H for Hero Clicks. And we also have a Gmail. Uh, that is Dial H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, people do from time to time. Um, I don't know why this. Some people think this. We don't actually have a website. This was talked about from some of yeah. our, our listeners. We we do not have a website. It's just just the old social medias. Random hodgepodge of social medias. Did you know that there's a Dial H for Hero Clicks Instagram that is completely inactive? Yeah, now? yeah. I want to figure out how we get in on that. Like, how do we? Uh. I might, I very well might have the password and Sweet. stuff. Sweet, he's like, I saw it just the other day, and it's like, it still has the old logo and everything, and it's like, ooh, ancient. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. We gotta, it's we like gotta do something. Walking into that. a tomb, there's dust everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. How, how do we restart this old, me- you know, mechanism or, you know, whatever? Bad joke. Uh, well, officially, <laughs> thank you, um, Christian Bogan, super fan Christian Bogan, for tuning in with us this week. Oh, yeah. And, uh, all right. Calder, you want to read us As out? always, Dallas for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com, and make sure to use the code DIAL5 at checkout. Save yourself 5% off your order. All right. Bye, guys. Happy trails. Oh, yeah. All right, gentlemen. Well, first of all, I just want to—I I want to say I'm glad that you like the Alex Jones. That was awesome. Soundbite. That was great. I, mean, I, <laughs> I took put a lot of work in that. Today. I can tell, dude. That was awesome because you—you had to like find that in a five-hour podcast. I was impressed. No, 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 oh. no. That was wait. That was wait. Oh. It's actually just like a 45-second YouTube video. I found that, but <laughs> all of that run together is not like. It's not natural. I had to like clip it out and yeah, it's it all that together so it sounded like that. So nice. Um, but anyway, I'm glad you liked it. Let's talk about the end. Man, that part is... when Howard the Duck stole the Infinity Gauntlet and turned everybody else into a duck and turns himself into a human just really vibed with me. I really liked that part. Uh, it's great. <laughs> Although he was in the movie. Did you he see was? Him? Apparently. I've only seen him in Screencast. I've seen the movie three times. I love Howard the Duck, and I've never noticed him, but I've seen, like, it's, screen shots. Yeah, as soon as you've seen Hope Van Dyne, he's right there to the right. That's I awesome. Saw, yeah, I saw him. I was like, I found Howard the Duck, and my wife looked at me like I was an idiot. You're right. <laughs> uh, okay.
Well, let, let's start off with probably the most important question. Calder, did you cry? You know, I did. I did cry. I'm not going to lie. I teared up. Yeah. I got choked up, man. I cried. I cried. It was... What about you, Christian? Uh, dude, like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our whole theater was crying uh, when Iron Man died. And oh, pff, not a spoiler alert. One, one person, one person that decided to blow their nose. Oh, man. In that, like, super quiet section of this. Like, he's just laying there dying. And then everyone's like, you can hear people crying. And then all of a sudden, it's like... like oh, <laughs> yes. Fear. I was hoping the it was the obnoxious, started, like, foghorn sound. They started laughing. Like, the whole... I choked. Uh, like, I started laughing, too. Because, like, you could tell it was that feeling of everyone realized that everyone was crying. And that one brief second oh, of comedic oh, relief man. where we all realize the ridiculousness of us all crying awesome. at this movie simultaneously. <laughs> so, like, we're all crying, then we're all laughing, and then it's all dead silent again. <laughs> that was, like, this weird moment for us. So, did you guys have anything like that? Yeah. So, I, I'm not a huge fan of people clapping in movie theaters, because we're just clapping for ourselves. Like, people on screen don't know. So, we clapped <laughs> three times when the movie was over, when the movie began, and I can't, I wish I could say when Captain America picked up Mjolnir, because that's when I let all the, yes, like that. But it was completely silent. No one else had a reaction. They clapped when Captain Marvel came back. And I was like, really, guys? Yeah. Really? <laughs> but she's going to blow up one ship and then get Hadouken into to death by the Power Stone. We're going to clap for her. <laughs> Captain, we've been building for Captain America to pick up the hammer and say Avengers Assemble for four years, guys. Four years. No claps. Yeah. I was wow. mad, but I was also, like, in my seat, like, yes! So, it was cool. It was all right. Uh, Christian, what was your probably, like, favorite moment, or did you have a moment like that? Oh, I mean, obviously, it was when Cap picked up Mjolnir. Yeah, buddy. I mean, just, like, when, when you know, you just saw Thanos just taking Stormbreaker down, and he's just taking it down into um, Thor's what? chest, and you're just like, what the crap? And then you see Mjolnir lift up. And you, you know, you just kind of yeah. grab your your arm resting, like what's going on? Thanos gets hit off of Thor, and you're just like, no way! And then you see me only fly back, land in the cap. He gets into position. Like I literally jumped onto my shoot, seat and went, yes! You threw out some <laughs> wicked combos with a few. Oh the, my the shield. god! It was dope. Dude, this... why was he so good with that hammer the first time he Man, used he's it? Man, like, he's, he's Captain America. He's Captain, yeah, he's Captain America. Dude, like, whatever he wants. Oh, my goodness. And my wife looked at me like, she was like, honey, I know you're excited, but you're scaring the other people. <laughs> <laughs> Jaylene was right next to me, bawling her, her eyes out, too. Oh, my goodness. No, I mean, my wife, my, this is like one of our, our, uh, like, uh, what's a spousal, like, things that we do is watch mcu movies we just we love every every single one we own them all uh you know you know we have to have a blu-ray because why watch it on anything else but it was just she like literally like that whole last hour of the film i'm just fist pumping left and right like, oh my it's so good and she's just like calm down honey i don't want you to hit anybody i can't help it <laughs> But, uh, well, the whole movie was just a gigantic fan service. It, it really there was, was. A million things, like a, li a million like little threads of storyline that they pulled from all of these individual movies and ran them together. And even if it was just a throwaway comment, they made sure and 
forced it in there. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't but say it, it was forced. Feel That's forced. one line. Yeah, didn't. thank you, Chris. Uh, but these are, like, these are directors that just started in the MCU halfway into it, right? They started with Winter Soldier. So, like, they're already six years in the MCU. That's when they start. And they perfectly had lines from the first Avenger. They had lines from, you know, the first Iron Man movie. They had lines from other movies. They didn't even direct. They had a ton of stuff in Throw the Dark World. They had a, so many great references to Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp, all this other stuff. I mean, they didn't have to pull all these threads together with Captain Bucky's relationship. Hey, you know, you're taking all this stupid with you. Stuff like that. But they... They perfectly melded every line on your left and stuff like, you know, everything. They they blended it together so well. They also gave characters a really good ending or they gave characters a new beginning and kind of a way of Thor and stuff. They, mm. The way they did everything, honestly, every time, like almost every 20 minutes, I was like, am I actually watching this? Is this real life right now? Like, Hulk is oh, smart. Gosh, yes. He's talking to him. I'm like, is this, is this actually happening? Like, they kill Thanos right away. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, like, my God. I, I, I'll wait until you're done, because I got a story about that. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm ranting, but at no point in this movie did I ever know what was going to happen. I was always on the edge of my seat, because they were always hitting me with, like, a boom, right hook, Korg's playing Fortnite. Didn't expect to see that, did you, punk? I'm like, what? Yeah. So, yeah, just out of nowhere, they hit you with so much stuff, and it's it's insane. Seeing Star-Lord sing the song again, that was so cool and great. I mean, they played off. They were, like, playing me like a guitar. They were, like, boom, G chord, nostalgia, baby, playing that. Oh, look, he's picking up the hammer. Boom, E chord. Like, they were just strumming away. They had it perfect. It was a symphony. It was awesome. Were there plot holes? Yeah, sure. Pin particles, how do they work? I don't care. It was an awesome movie. <laughs> no. Well, okay, so pin particles are the largest, largest MacGuffin in the entire Marvel Universe. If you want anything to happen, all you have to do is just go, well, pin particles. That can, that can happen. Why not? So... That's fair. It just is. And they even like there's and I'm not this is not my idea that I just came up with. I've I've heard people say that for literally years. So I'm just regurgitating what they're saying. What do you want to say, Christian? Oh, uh, just, you know, Captain Marvel shows up and she's like, let's go kill Thanos. And everybody's like, yeah, we're going to do that. And everybody goes and does it. I mean, minus yep. Iron Man, obviously. But you're just sitting there and, you know, you see Thanos all charred or, you know, charred up from using the stones again. He's like, no, I just use the stones to destroy the stones. And uh, and then, you know, uh, was it uh, Nebula says something? And you're like, oh, yeah. He's like, you've always been, you know, your daughter, I've underestimated you. And then, boom, his head is gone. And you're just, yeah. <laughs> everybody just looked at each other. And we're like, what the hell just happened? First 15 minutes. Oh, okay, I guess we're done. <laughs> and then. <laughs> All right, so. I think we could probably go on for like an hour we could. about the we things really could. that we loved about this movie. So let's let's switch gears entirely. Let's do is that. Is there anything you didn't like? Is there is there something oh, that disappointed you or that you just wish they would have done differently? <sighs> I'll start because I, I, I have one, but only because of my my personal affection for the character that is Thor. Why did they make Thor? Drunk and fat. Dude. Because, like, all right, I, 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 I don't even think his body can do that in the comics, serious. though. Well, like, Volstagg is he, also a guardian. He's hefty man. He's like always been that way, except for like in the Ragnarok storyline that came out in like 2003. He, they, he got really, really thin because he didn't eat for like three months. Oh, and he was like living in, living in like under a rock, like literally under a rock or something. And he was like Volstagg the thin or something. Volstagg the weird. Thin. Yeah. But like. But he he's always eating and he's like just kind of built that way. But I don't think that Thor can actually do that. Like physiologically speaking, his body is supposed to be perfect at all times. He's a god. So the way that I I, I see it is, 
and I I've, I've listened to like a couple podcasts and it's kind of cool to get their perspectives on it. But you think of Thor and his inability to complete his task. So he, you know, he he basically is a reason why Thanos was able to get off the snap. And so then he kills him, thinking that okay, I've done my part. I've killed Thanos now. But then he has to live with the regret that he didn't kill him in the first place. And so it becomes like this whole PTSD side story to him. And basically he drinks himself into gluttony because of of he's just trying to drown it all away because he knew he initially failed. I'm willing to meet you in the middle on him like becoming a drunk. He even does that in the comics, if you didn't know, after the events of – uh, original sin when he becomes unworthy, um, he just be, he just becomes a drunk. He's Thor the unworthy, and he doesn't have anything to do all day, so he just carries around Yarnbjorn, becomes a drunk, and that's it. But he never gets fat during that time. Mm. So I don't know like why they just it just had to have been for comedic value. I I, I want to like, think it's like comedic value, value well, mostly. Like by the way, Thor's fat now. Like what? <laughs> well, Chris Hemsworth did a good job of. Of portraying Thor, like I think he's fantastic as Thor. Oh yeah. But I think that yeah. if people couldn't latch on to the um, mental side of what he was struggling with, they could see it through the physical aspect. I think oh, that's sure. kind of where that comes yeah. from. Okay. By the way, right. I I looked at my brother when we were watching the scene. I'm like, are you ready for the cosplay season? How many how many Thors are we gonna see, dude? Like uh, we looked at each other, yeah. we're like, we know. My hand is up. Know. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, like we're gonna see a lot. Like every Captain America is gonna have like a hammer now. Blah blah blah. There's gonna be a lot of people in like little knit sweater things and like gloves and stuff or whatever for Thor. And just yeah, being drunk Thor, man. That's it's gonna yeah. be funny. It's gonna be great. I love. I probably right. well, that was mine. Honestly, that was what I did not. The like. The scene I didn't uh, like, and I kind of understood was giving the shield to Sam and not Bucky. Uh, to me, there's more of a, a you know, a tight-knit friendship that Captain America has with Bucky as opposed to Sam. And I was like, ah, maybe they're just fast-forwarding the comics or whatever, but I still feel like... Also, I didn't like... I don't know why. I didn't like Sam's beard in that scene. It looked really thin. It looked kind of... Oh, my goodness. Okay, so... I felt like his jaw looked funny with it. Yeah, it was... I... I totally agree with you if you're talking about the comic books, right? Because oh, yeah. Captain America went on like numerous missions with Bucky. He was like the sidekick. He was his mentor during that whole time. He was like his guardian. Sure. And so he built that really, really close relationship. And you can see that even with Winter Soldier to today in the comics. So in the comics, it made sense for them to give the shield originally once he died in the comics to give it to Bucky first. And then when Bucky died – um, it went to Cap, and then when Cap gave it back, they're like, "Who are we going to give it to yeah. next?" They gave it to Sam. Sam. But in the MCU, I don't, I don't agree with that. Like they were like childhood best friends, but the most amount of quote unquote missions that we saw them like serve together during World War II was only like yeah, it was like three was, or four like, sniper down mission the Hydra stuff, yeah, and, and stuff like that. I think that I think the MCU Cap actually has a better relationship with Sam in a way. I can see because it's more. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, he's spent a lot more time with him recently, and sometimes it's just about, like, who you've spent time with recently oh. than, than your past. I don't know. I feel like that's – So, in, I'm, okay from a, I'm not a very science guy, but also from a science perspective, like, Bucky has the capability to take the feedback from the shield more, having a metal arm and stuff like that. Um, Falcon, 
I don't know how he flies with that. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Every time I saw a Falcon in the comics, I'm like, how is he flying with the shield? I mean, he's, I mean that's got to be causing some mad drag, but <laughs> whatever. Honestly, I think... No, dude, that shield is actually oh, like completely maybe. immune to physics. It's, yeah, it's giant metal frisbee. But I do think boomerang. Anthony Mackie will be a better Captain America than Sebastian Stan. I don't want... All the, yeah. like the ladies that freaking love Sebastian Stan to get mad at me. I mean, there's probably two that may listen to this podcast, but <laughs> Anthony Mackie's by and large, I like him so much more. I like his characteristics more. Um, so okay. yeah, I totally think he'll kill it as Captain America. I think that's great. Yeah, so, like, I, it's so weird. The only that made me I feel like... a little weird, especially when that was like the cool ending was that scene. So that's why yeah. you know, okay. he. Uh, okay. I, I just have to say. Uh, I, I cannot wait to see Falcon slash Captain America oh, yeah, uh, yeah. suit because that suit is just f- phenomenal. It's one of my favorite like Marvel uh, hero suits. Like it's just so awesome. Okay, so Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie are going to be reprising their roles in this like mm-hmm. I think it's like an eight part series it, or something. Yeah, on the Disney Plus original thing. Yeah, Disney Plus whatever. Um, also. Uh, What's her name? Scarlet Witch. Oh, that's not her name. It's WandaVision, the right? The Scarlet Witch. I was about to say uh, Scarlet Johansson, but the, no. Um, it's in the WandaVision, so in the, the name of it or whatever. That's such a bad, no such bad name, WandaVision. Uh, so bad. I <laughs> so I said this before when we first got announced this like a long time ago that they were going to bring these characters to their own like little spinoff series. I was like, okay. Uh, a Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Yeah, that's that awesome. might be interesting. No one wants to, I still, I'm not going to want to watch a Scarlet Witch show. No, She's yeah, just agreed. not an interesting character. Yeah. No, I'd have to agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. But getting back to kind of what I didn't like about the movie, I think the only thing I really felt like was kind of dumb was Captain Marvel. Like, they hyped her up to be so powerful. And, I mean, obviously, when she blows a hole through Thanos' ship, yeah, you can see her true power. But her role in the movie was really minimal to what I thought it was going to be. Because I thought it was going to be more of a passing of the torch from, you know, Iron Man slash Captain America to uh, Captain Marvel. Because, I mean, she just signed, what, a seven-movie deal? So, I don't know. I felt like her role in the movie wasn't... So To me, that felt a little more forced than, than anything else. Um, the only reason I didn't want Cat Marvel to do much is it's not because I mean I like Cat Marvel movie, so I had no problems with her. But if she would have just come up and won, it's really like then like what's the point of there being a Captain America and Iron Man sure. Thor? Like like it's like the whole like Justice League movie. That's why that movie is garbage and terrible. And if you like it, you're I, bad I've person. never seen it. Even Good. though I'm a huge it's, DC fan, it's because they're like, hey, let's get the team together. But also, yeah, you're all worthless. Let's just get Superman and like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's no reason for us to even be here. Cause we just going to always use him to solve our problems. If the new girl on the block would have just came in and beat Thanos, it would have been a huge disservice to all the characters that we've been building up to. So I'm okay with her role being as minimal as it was in the movie. Honestly. Uh, uh, okay. I can see that point. I just felt like there was maybe a little, cause I don't know the, the relationship side of it. It's like five years later, and you just see her talking to Black Widow, and you're like, okay, well, I just, I don't see her her role right now. So, I, but I I can see your point, and that makes more sense. So I read a rumor, and I don't know how true this is, but they said that there were a lot more scenes that were shot with Captain Marvel to make her more of an important character in Endgame, but they weren't used because they were waiting to see what the reaction would be to the Captain Marvel oh, movie. Oh, yeah. It was pretty bad. And, 
Um, well, I mean, like, I liked the movie, I, I, but I, really I also like didn't walk too. away going like, this is an amazing movie. I was like, I was like, this is a pretty good movie, but I didn't feel the same way about the Captain Marvel movie as I felt about Infinity War or Endgame, yeah. you know, <laughs> right. so I, that's what I had heard, you know, and then if, if it went over super, super well, the Captain Marvel movie, then they were going to use the other shot footage with Captain Marvel in it and would maybe kind of do what you just said that they were going to do with Superman, make her more powerful, make her more of like the, I don't know, she, I mean, she basically goes binary. In she kinda, yeah, she does. So she is exceptionally powerful. And there's like all these articles, like which one's the most powerful Avenger. And she's winning like a lot of those articles. It's arguably true. Yeah, um, sure. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, what they did with her, I'm, I'm okay with it because they didn't, put all of, they gave everybody a lot of equal screen time as well yeah no i think they did everybody had moments for sure man Mm -hmm. yeah for sure maybe not equal screen time like literal time but like they gave everybody their due in what they were doing mm -hmm. so like there was there was a cool moment for ant-man there was a cool moment for hulk there was a for every single character there was a cool even war machine who it feels like they almost never give him anything had a bunch of really cool little one-liners in there that was making him so Except for Mantis. Did they give uh, no, I don't even know if she said anything in this movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, she like said a little bit on the ship where it's like, ooh, let's use knives or like whatever. Yeah. That's probably it. Okay. All right, so that's kind of what – everybody online is talking about what they loved about the movie. I, just, I thought it would be a little bit different to talk about what we didn't exactly love about the movie. But let's talk about where we're going in the MCU, what you guys just hope. Like Pipe Dream – what you would love to see them do next is like the next Marvel Big Bad or crossover events or what do you want well, to see? Well, before we get into that, there is an article I've seen and I, God, I, at least I hope it comes out with the special features in Endgame. But um, with Lewis uh, from Ant-Man, you know how he, how he whenever he recaps a story, the way he tells it. Yeah. Well, there's supposed to be a however long video of him recapping like the whole mcu uh, just lewis doing it and i would, oh, man. I would love it thing? dude uh, okay well, so basically uh, like that'd be, be awesome yeah. well kevin feige like said there is a video of him like that at least that's the article i've seen so i don't know how true it is because you know obviously it's internet but man i hope it's true okay that would be really cool but anyway so i would dig it a lot yeah going to the future uh, I guess I'll go first since I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, do it, man. Um, I, I really like, like I said, I'm excited to see um, Falcon as Captain America. Um, but you know, just trying to think of who the new quote unquote unquote Avengers would be. I mean, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Spider Man. Um, you know. I, I guess that would be the oh, Black Panther. So I guess that'd be like I'm trying to think of the six that would be like the core members for the group. Maybe Valkyrie. I don't, I don't know if they would do that, but um, just kind of seeing seeing them and knowing what could be on the horizon. Fantastic Four, obviously, because they settled the deal. Um, and then if you watch the new Spider-Man trailer, they talk about alternate realities. So hoping that they really bring that into fruition. I think that's how they could introduce both the fantastic four and the X-Men 
and basically get a huge mashup. Uh, I don't know if they want to try to do like a, a Secret Wars, Avengers or X-Men, or maybe just say, hey, they're going to fight Galactus. I, I, the way that they kind of closed out the story, I mean, it, it really sets it up to just for whatever writers bring it up or come in next to just, I mean, it's our playground. I mean, the foundation is set. They have the ability to kind of write out anything out of existence that they want to and bring in new versions of those characters because if they're going to do multi-dimensional things, um, all you have to do is basically repeat Battle Worlds and then you can write out certain characters. So, for example, hands down, everyone wants to pretend that the Inhumans just did not happen, mm-hmm. um, which is probably a good idea. Now, they're technically part of the MCU right now, but let's kind of pretend like it didn't happen. So if they wanted to rip the Inhuman family from a different universe and just get rid of the Inhuman family that's actually in the revel, uh, the regular MCU, that would be okay with me. But they could do that with a lot of different characters. Yeah. Hmm. I figured. figured oh, you want me? You want me to something. say something? Huh? Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Huh? <laughs> I, f- I figured you were already. Gonna uh, jump so in really, uh, I'm. Sorry, I'm more or less thinking along the lines of Spider-Man because like it's it feels like he's going to be the the new lead for sure. He's going to be the first movie off of this. I mean, people. I know I had one friend who was just like, "All right, that's it. I don't need any more Marvel movies." And I'm like, "Well, I would say that, but DC makes terrible movies, so I do want more Marvel movies." You know, he was <laughs> like, like well, "This is it. We don't need any more." I'm like, "Yeah, we do need more because DC kind of sucks." So that's not a knock against all you DC guys. You make a few good movies every once in a while, but once you you'll find your place. You'll find your place. It's okay. I really liked Aquaman, but that's yeah. I'm just kind of like Aquaman's alright. But really, I want to see like Sinister Six, right? Like that would be dope. I would love to see a good Sandman, Sandman, and Craven the Hunter and Mysterio are all my favorite villains. I really hope they do Mysterio right. Oh my gosh, Mysterio looks fantastic. Dude, Jake Gyllenhaal is so ah, I freaking love that guy so much. He's my Prince of Persia, baby. <laughs> so yeah, I really want to okay. do some awesome Spider-Man. I want to, I want to go in space, man. I, I would love to see the Nova Corps. James Gunn has oh, said he does yes. not like Nova, and I hate James Gunn for that one reason. He's like, oh, I really don't like Nova that much, so I just threw him in here, and I'm like, dude, Nova's so freaking awesome, and he kind of yeah, already ruins, like he kind of ruined already like their power sets and stuff. But I still want to see some Nova Corps stuff going on. As far as like on Earth. I want Black Panther to be more of a, like, a stealth guy. Like, we, we saw a little bit of stealth, like, sort of going on in the first one. I want it to be, like, undercover, like, I am an Avenger. I'm not just doing whatever Black Panther stuff. I want to be, like, I'm an Avenger. I don't know if I want Doctor Strange to be an Avenger, but I would love for, uh... Like, they said they want to bring the Mandarin, right? Mandarin would be a perfect Doctor Strange villain. Since they didn't... weren't able to use him with Iron Man. You know, magic... You know, he's got magic rings. Maybe Doctor Strange is doing what you said, Chris, going all over the world trying to find magic items to help protect, blah, 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 blah. And he starts finding rings. That'd be a sick way to do the Mandarin justice, you know, and do that for Doctor Strange, too. I'm really, like... They took away a lot of my favorite characters. Like, Captain America's out. Not gonna lie. You know, we don't have a lot of other, like, characters in Marvel. I'm super... That I really love. Maybe War Machine, which is a bummer, yeah. because, you know, it's War Machine doesn't get a whole lot of love in the MCU, but... Uh, there's a lot to go from here, and I can't honestly say exactly what I want to have happen because most of my favorite like Marvel moments are Captain America related, anyways. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so if if I had a hope on where they go next, I would really like to see a secret invasion storyline like brought in. Mm. You know the scrolls, but they're are there. good guys. 
Or are they? What if this whole time so-and-so was actually a scroll and that's not actually the real version and stuff like that? I think if they don't do like the dimensional mashups where they just delete certain people and introduce other certain people, they could introduce scrolls in the same way and just be like, oh, yeah, that whole time that Tony Stark was doing that. Well, that's not a good example. He did that, do the yeah. official play. Mm-hmm. It need to be another, like a tertiary character. But they could totally do the Secret Invasion uh, plotline. That would be good. I would also really love to see like an, an induction of the Hoods gang. I think uh, that would yeah. be amazing. Instead of having just one big bad like uh, Thanos doing an entire gallery of villains and mm. like they start breaking up parts of the United States into like their territories and stuff and they just the heroes get overwhelmed with the number of super criminals that exist or something along those lines. I think that would be really interesting way to go. Okay. So um let's do let's do this. Uh the next big bad. What do you we'll do this and then we'll we'll probably try and trail off. Yeah, we probably should. Um, <laughs> let's do, what do you think the next big bad is going to be? What is the one character you want to see brought in to replace, maybe not directly replace some of the Avengers, but brought in to fill some of the, the gaps left from the Avengers roster thinning out? Um, Calder, who's the big bad? Dude, so big bads, uh, the ones I've always, like, wanted wasn't really a specific person, but I always want there to be a Masses of Evil. So bad. Like, we have an Avengers. I want there to be an evil villain group. I want their – we finally built it up enough. You know, we kill a lot of our villains. So there's not a lot of people to use. Like, Masses of Evil and Wrecking Crew have honestly been, like, characters I really, really wanted to see um, in the MCU for, like, a really long time. Uh, we still have a chance. Baron Zemo is still alive. We didn't let him, yeah, you know, game end himself. So he's still there. He could still do something really cool. You know, I really want to see a Taskmaster in the MCU. I think that'd be really uh, awesome. Be, would you know, be. so there's like there's a lot of villains I would love to have in the MCU. And I, I probably couldn't name, honestly, all the ones I truly, like, really, really want to see. I mean, of course, Dr. Bong is up there. He's just got to be, obviously. <laughs> uh, Galactus would be really cool. I know some people were saying, oh, once we get Galactus, we got to do it. And I'm like, wow. You know, I think we got to build up another world-ending thing for us to do Galactus. So that'd be cool. But, um... For heroes to, like, fill spots, I, I really want... Ah, dude, that's a tough question. It honestly kind of is. Ah, skip me. I'll, I'll think of something else. Just let's go next. Okay. Chris, Christian, uh, who's the next big bad? Well, my... I mean, for me, it would almost have to be Galactus just because of the Fantastic Four. Like, I mean, it's going to be a huge build-up. And, like, I don't know Dr. Noom is there, but it, but to incorporate everyone, I think it would have to be Galactus. And I think that, to me, that's the only one that really makes sense at this point. Um, gosh, and then for Heroes, um, Okay, I'll, I'll do my big bad, and then we'll go back to Calder for Heroes. Okay. Yeah, and then we'll just do that. That sounds good. Um, I would like the big bad to be Mephisto. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, I think a good it would call. be really interesting. There, there are certain characters that I would like. I would choose before I would choose Mephisto, but either they've already used them, or I just don't think now is the right time to use them. So, for example, I, I love Ultron, but they already ruined that. Mm-hmm. One. So we'll move on to the next character, and I'm like, oh, okay, Kang, except for 
they just did time yeah. travel in this movie, so you can't use time travel again as like a major plot well, device. There's so a can't do that. There, um, one of the podcasts I listened to is Kevin Smith and Mark B something. Uh, basically, they uh, talked about the possibility of Kang coming in because Kang is the time master, and because they messed with time, he can come in and say, "Hey, you're stepping on my territory." And gonna put them in their place, kind of thing. Good news is because it's Kang, he can come in much, much later, like ten years down the road. Oh yeah. At any time, and it be back in what's going on like right now in the MCU because it's Kang. Yeah. You know, so they don't need like the the producers wouldn't need to use time travel as a device, but then it won't change anything later. Like they can still use all of the storylines that are going on right now, but later on down the line. So. I feel like they couldn't use Kang, so I'm like, what is the next, like, th- there's a handful of other, like, just really, really big bads. Um, another one is, another one is Nightmare, mm. but he's mostly used to fight Doctor Strange, and I think that they will probably save him specifically for Doctor Strange, but if there's, a like, a bad guy that just constantly fights freaking everyone, Mephisto, mm. and I, I thought it would be interesting to, like, loop him in, because... You know, Mephisto likes power, and you had a lot of, like, give and take on these these Infinity Stones and a lot of people making – kind of, like, making deals with, like, these Infinity Stones and, like, getting them and moving them around and stuff like that. And what better person to bring in than Mephisto seeing, like, a war-torn world and being like, I can take advantage of this. I can come in as a good guy, and you may think he's a good guy, and you may – because he – shape changes all the time you may think he's a a different character entirely and then later on you figure out this whole time he's been mephisto Mm -hmm. because that's what mephisto does Mm. so i'm like i think that that would be a fantastic behind the curtains like wizard of oz moment where you realize that mephisto has been there the whole time he's really been pulling this it's like the ultimate sith lord jar jar binks oh jeez goodness (laughs) goodness He's a Sith Lord. Yeah, uh, so, what a theory. Oh, man. <laughs> that's that's the big bad I would like to see. We'll go back to Calder. Who do you want to just see um, So in? I know people like Beta Ray Bill. I've never liked him. Big weird horse guy looking face. I like Thunderstrike. Thunderstrike has always been my favorite, like, other version of Thor. Uh, Odin's kind of, you know, not here anymore. So I don't know who's going to give him Thunderstrike, but I would really like a uh, Thunderstrike-like person to be on the Avengers. So we always have like badass guardian feel. Another one would be really cool is if Captain America and Bucky, so I guess it would be Sam. Yeah, Sam and Bucky in their show, if they would try to meet people that are, you know, Captain America's gone and maybe Sam's not doing a great job being like, hey, I'm Captain America. Like in the comics, they were like, hey, let's take him on parades and stuff. Let's show that he's Captain America. Let's have him say Avengers Assemble. Let's have him lead the Avengers. But instead, he's just doing missions and stuff. No one might know who he is. So that might be a time where like the U.S. agent can be introduced. I would really like John Walker to be like an anti-hero and maybe even team him up with a, a version of Battlestar. Don't make him Bucky. It looks ridiculous. Um, But like, <laughs> you know, give him a cool tactical version of the Battlestar suit. I would really like... um. I honestly wouldn't mind seeing John Walker in the MCU as an anti-hero who's actually someone who is not necessarily evil but goes too far. That's pretty much what he is. He like he hurts people like you didn't have to shoot that guy, John. What are you doing, you know? He's a little too violent. He's aggressive and I really like that in a character. So, it'd be great if that's just more of an anti-hero him and Bucky. They're trying to save the same people, but he's like, you know, he's hurting people like how Captain America was stopping Bucky from uh 
shooting all this, like, hey, don't kill anyone when they come in and raid your house or whatever. It's like, oh, I won't kill anyone. He like, totally tries to shoot people about a million times. So I think that'd be really cool. All, like, the side characters that he said they're going to make TV shows, like Mr. Immortal, The Great Lakes Avengers, they said they were going to make a TV show about that, like, forever ago, and they still haven't done it. They did make Cloak and Dagger, which is great. You know, they made Runaways, which is okay. So I'd like to see some more TV shows of off characters. Like, that would be great. I still want my Mr. Immortal Squirrel Girl show, though, man. <laughs> waiting. I'm waiting. Okay. All right. Christian, what do you want to see brought in? Uh, uh, just... I don't know. I thought of this when um talking. This caller was talking. So they're talking about making Shang Chi into a film, and the real Mandarin is supposed to make an appearance as a villain in that film. Oh. I, yeah. I'm not real big on Shang Chi, uh, but I, I think for me personally, it would be kind of cool because I I mean I think have, just having a martial artist person, you know, part of your your group is you know. I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but uh, uh, I think for me, the X-Men and the Fantastic Four is kind of what I'm leaning towards because I've just been something I've wanted to see in the MCU. And now that Disney has finally, um, you know, brokered that deal with Fox to actually bring them in, uh, Wolverine uh, would be fun to see um, fighting alongside, you know, uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Doctor Strange, that kind of stuff. Um and then, uh, but my personal favorite is Gambit. I just, I need to see Gambit, uh, again. Okay. Yeah, no, Channing Tatum, that'd, that'd let's make awesome. it happen. No, not Channing Tatum. <laughs> uh, and then. So you're more like just a teams guy. You just want to get all the X-Men in as fast as possible. I, yeah, I do. I, I just, I don't know where you would start. Um, I mean. Who knows? Man. Yeah. As long as they don't change Michael Fassbender from Magneto, I'm okay with it. So I read an, um, like a little fan theory online that I thought was kind of cool, like just an option, maybe something somebody will get some entertainment out of this, as, like I did. Um, with all the weird reality warping stuff that's going on, uh, the X-Men will automatically just appear as if they have been there the whole time. And they've used this actually in the comics before um, with the Sentry. Oh, yeah. Um, he, oh, gosh, like, I forgot they, about they Sentry. They wrote him into existence as he had always been there. He was a Golden Age hero, and then he was the best friend of Reed Richards, like back in the day, and attended Reed and Sue's wedding. And he'd already always been there, and then at a certain point, they needed to basically delete the Sentry from everyone on the planet Earth's memory. And that's what they did, and then he sat in that prison cell until the New Avengers released him in that Brian Michael Bendis run, and that's when he was introduced as a character, and he's like, I've always been here. Yeah. So the, the fan theory was basically the X-Men have always been there, but there's someone that has basically deleted that knowledge, and any time where the they would have went out and saved the Earth, then everyone would have this like weird cognizant thing where oh, oh it was it was thor that saved it not the x-men because the x-men don't exist and so they're like gonna rewrite history hmm. and then the x-men would have been there all along you know what i think could work a little bit better because i i really don't like because that's like the ultimate in lazy writing right like no they've totally been there like when they made jessica jones like yeah she was in the avengers and they have like a picture of her with the avengers like classic style I'm like yeah <laughs> sure 
But like uh, Namor, someone said that there was a reference to that. I'm like, yeah, I don't think the tremor in the ocean was a reference to Namor. I highly doubt oh, that. Yeah. But we could say he's just been doing sea stuff. So if we wanted to have Namor, we totally could. Okay. Like Captain Marvel stuff. doing space stuff. Yeah, she's I mean, been doing space. There's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of other planets. They didn't have you. And it's like, yeah, well, there's a lot of other ocean mass. And they don't have you guys. So oil hey, or something. I don't know. Like Earth I, is I, 70% water. Exactly. I am the ruler of 70% of Earth. Shut up, Namor. No one cares. But yeah, he uh, dunk his head. But no, just he's going back. I think he would be such a great oh, dude, he would be. And it's just going back. Him with the oh, Fantastic sorry. Four. Like, sorry. But they always jump too far. This is what I always hate about Fantastic Four movie. It's always, boom, Doctor Doom. Like, no, you lead up to Doctor Doom. Namor or, like, mm-hmm. Mole Man or something, those are great stepping stone villains. Uh, you know, there's been a history of there's no way that villain's going to make a good villain at all in, in the MCU. And, yeah, there's a lot of people that are like, the MCU doesn't have good villains. What are you talking about, Chris? But, yeah, but – you look at him and you're like, there's no way they're going to be even rem- – this is just going to be stupid. No one's going to want to he- see that character. And then it turns out and everything's okay. I think Mole Man's going to be one of those characters. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way they're going to make a Mole Man. And then when they finally do, you be like, oh, okay, they did him justice. That's not bad. Going back to your theory on the or the fan theory you were talking about, there's another fan theory that talks about the creation of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are basically brought in because of the reality gem. Um, but when Thanos snaps his fingers, um, it causes the radiation from the, the stones, basically oh, right. what affected Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. And there's a gene, the X gene, that's in the, the um, all the X-Men. And because of the radiation that was um, released from those stones, it basically awakened them. Kind of like a ter- terogenesis okay. thing for the Inhumans. Oh, nice. For the Inhumans, yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so... If I were to bring, I, I mean, obviously you guys know I'm a huge Avengers fan, so if I could go on for hours. I'll try to really cut it down <laughs> and we get out of here tonight. Um, I, I would like to see the pantheons brought in, especially the Greek pantheons. I'd like to see Hercules Ares made as a character and Hercules Those would be great. as a character. Those would be great, especially like replace like Thor is. We got no Asgard. He's going man. off with They're the Asgard. He's going whatever. off with the. Um, they're missing a character. They're missing a god, basically, on the planet Earth for protection. What a better time than to give a gigantic fan service to the comics, because that's exactly what happened. Thor was part of the original Avengers. Thor got busy, had to go back to Asgard. Who took his place in the comics? Hercules. Became an Avenger, took the place of Thor. That's exactly what could happen as an Earth hero, since Thor's not going to be around anymore. So I think that that would be mm, cool. That would be cool. So if they introduce... If they introduce um, uh, Ares just as a background character or as hell he could even be the villain of a Hercules movie like that could be awesome he's the god of you war problem I mean, is that could be like super they might feel like it's like a ripoff on Wonder Woman right like with Hercules <laughs> versus Ares I mean yeah like, but I'm those uh those myth char- myth mythological characters they can use them if they want yeah, to I know they're so they're, I mean no one owns the rights to the name Hercules, you know, because it's ancient Greek mythology. That's um, so that's that's a thing. Obviously, I just mentioned Sentry. I think that would be really cool to pull it in. But I'm gonna I'll, I'll leave it with this one. The number one character I want to see pulled in, and I think it would be a really cool spinoff if they brought him in. Into I'm glad you mentioned this a minute ago, Christian. The Shang Chi movie. Mm. What what better character to introduce in the Shang-Chi movie in a similar way that they just randomly introduced Black Panther in the uh, Civil War movie? Moon Knight. 
Mm, yes. I love Moon Knight so much. He's one of my favorite characters. Um, and this whole time, he could have been over in uh, Egypt. He He's a Marine, and then he became a mercenary. And this whole time, that all of the Avengers could have been doing their thing over on uh, on uh, in America. He could have just been doing his mercenary crap over in Egypt, and then he died. Oh, yeah. And, like, now now is the time for Moon Knight, and he could just show up randomly as a, like, at the very end of a Shang-Chi movie. But, like, just random hoop superhero shows up in the middle of New York, and you're like, who the hell is that guy? And all, only people like us would know. Like, oh, my God, that's mm. Moon Knight. And everyone else would be like, who's that guy? Is he, like, a ripoff of Batman? <laughs> well, yes, but actually no. <laughs> yep. So, oh man, that'd be uh, awesome! Shout out to Excalibur too. I think they should make Captain Britain into. Oh uh, yeah, Captain Britain and Megan and Brian. all of those should be their own thing over there. So that'd be cool. Uh, well, I don't know about you guys. Right, I'm, I'm super tired though. <laughs> what, what are yeah, we? I got, right. I got kids Sorry. to put to bed. Yeah. <laughs> My wife has been gracious. Right. Well, uh, that was very very nice of her. Yeah, I assume mine as well, <laughs> and probably probably Calder's hand has been. Itching. <laughs> <laughs> On air, Chris. So anyway. What are you doing here? <laughs> so anyway, anyway. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, if you did stick around for all of this ranting, and I don't know, if you guys have uh, additional thoughts, or you want to piggyback off of some of these things that we were talking about tonight, make sure you write in uh, to the Facebook or the Twitter or an email. We'd love to read stuff like that just because it's fun, gets the community up and uh, articulating their thoughts stuff like that so really appreciate that um i'm done you guys got anything else man that's it yeah it was just it was a pleasure talking to you guys so i really appreciate it yeah thanks man we really appreciate you coming on all right bye guys trails twice (laughs) yep